Into the Apex podcast is going on the road. Giving you the energy of motorsport from the source. We'll be trackside for the GT World Challenge, IMSA, and the NTT IndyCar Series. At Mid-Ohio, VIR, Indianapolis Motor Speedway, Petit Le Mans, and the historic 60th running of the Rolex 24 Hours of Daytona. Pit now, pit now. Visit IntoTheApex.com for the latest dates and locations. to the Apex podcast, coming to you on location from historic Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And it's Into the Apex, Tyler here, and I've got two friends with me that are joining us for the first time on this show, and that's Cody Richardson and Jerry Isaacs. Uh, you guys don't know these on the podcast, but uh, these guys have raced with us for a bit on Mad Sim Racing, so they're known to us. Uh, guys, good to see you guys in Indianapolis. Yeah, it's good to finally be here. Yeah, this is pretty exciting, man. This uh, came together real quick this yeah. week. Yeah, it's it's a little cold out, so we're sitting outside at Daredevil Brewery. It's a little windy, and you might hear a couple planes go over, but it is what it is. We're outside. We're right next to, literally right next to the Delara IndyCar factory. Staring at a current generation IndyCar through the windows there. Unfortunately, yeah. it's closed to the public. We can't go in and look at it, but... Yeah, we can actually see it as we're sitting here in a, a current 2021 IndyCar. AJ Fort Racing is to our backs uh, and to our right. And where we're on the grounds of is Daredevil Brewing Company. We're having a couple of beers here. And uh, it's it's a little bit colder than we thought. It's Saturday. It's the day before the race. It's the night before. Uh, it's still buzzing around here at the track. It's very busy. Uh, everybody's walking around on Main Street Speedway, Indiana. Uh, I got here a little bit earlier. I beat you guys here. And... Uh, there were some. I was able to hear some IndyCars on track just because they were doing some double seaters. I imagine uh, beautiful sound, but uh, for all three of us, I think it's all three of our first Indy 500. Absolutely, right? yeah. I've I've been to a, a couple major motorsport sport events, but this is the the first Indy. Yeah, this is actually my first major motorsports event. Period. I had tickets last year before it was unfortunately canceled for COVID, <laughs> but uh, decided to hop in with you guys and come this year. Yeah, this is. I, I just can't wait to see it. We, I've not stepped foot in the track. It's my first time in Indianapolis, but it's it's massive. It's it's. You look at it on a map. I've been scouring Google Maps all week, getting a sense of it, and it's. You get here on on scene, and it's it's amazing. It's so big. It, it is just huge. You you think you know how big it is and then you look at it and it's just it's it's incomprehensible until you see it live and even inside the sim it doesn't seem inside the sim you can get a sense of feel for how big tracks are but it doesn't it looks in person a lot bigger than it feels on the sim even yeah it's it's unreal i mean and and then we get inside we're going to see the speed of these things 230 plus miles per hour was the average uh, i think it was the fastest year for qualifying ever with scott dixon on the pole 
Uh, so then we've got that going for us, uh, some of the fastest racing. Uh, and you, it's sold out, so we get here, we, we drive by some signs that say it's sold out. Uh, there's Obviously, we've walked by on Main Street Speedway. There are people uh, selling tickets or trying to find tickets. I don't know how sketchy that is. It's a little <laughs> interesting. Lots, lots of scalpers around. <laughs> lots of scalpers. So if you're local and you need a ticket, you can probably find a ticket. But uh, otherwise, officially, tickets are sold out. StubHub tickets are going. We just checked a little bit ago. They're going for $200-plus for any seat. That's the cheapest you can find on StubHub right now. Uh, so this thing's locked in. If you're going to come at this point, uh, you're going to shell out for it uh, with about 40% attendance right now as it, it stands. But it's a bucket list item. I mean, it's it something is. that, that um, even if you're not a big motorsports fan, it's it's an event you have to attend. Yeah. it's. I mean, obviously, Jerry and I had started with us, and then Cody joined us a day later or so. Uh, but neither you or I were planning to be here even a week ago. No, no, no. <laughs> It was, I think, three days ago you pinged me and said something about the Indy, and I'm like, well, I hadn't thought about it. Can yeah. we even get tickets? I just, I honestly, I just assumed it was sold out. Yeah, I, me too. I, I, would, I would have thought the tickets were $500 a seat, especially right. at reduced attendance. I was exactly the same. Heck, Wednesday I wasn't even going, and then Thursday finally yeah. decided to hop in with you guys. So this is a last-minute thing, but I'm glad we did it. That so, so as we sit here as a, as a podcast and as a, a crew – I mean, this is a full send for all three of us. The fact that we're sitting here doing Absolutely. this is a full send. Absolutely. I mean, we, we <laughs> you got you found the tickets, got the tickets, yeah. and then I'm like, what about a hotel? And every freaking <laughs> hotel in the city is about sold out. Yeah. I've never I seen I actually took the last room in the hotel that we're staying at. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. The rates were outrageous, but we bargain hunted and make it, it just make it happen. Made it, ha- made it reasonable, and uh, I am just extremely excited to be here. Yeah, this is, uh, by the way, good beer here, Daredevil Brewery. Let's give them a shout-out. We're recording outside on one of their benches. Uh, If it were a little warmer, like maybe five degrees warmer, it would be great, but uh, we're making do. I think even if the breeze would just cut down a little bit, it would be okay. The the breeze is is what's going. At the end of May, the month of May, it's supposed to be hot. And it's it's crazy here. You got everything from you know this guy walking by in a suit and a tie, but you got some guys walking by that uh, by the the look like they're homeless. It's like <laughs> the mix of people here. I've not at been. Indy my, is crazy. It I, is the greatest spectacle in racing. That's right. <laughs> my situational awareness is not great. If we had homeless people walking by us, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think the Delora factory would permit that kind of uh, vagrancy. Although we were looking in the windows of the Delora factory, it's closed to the public, so we were looking in like we were animals at a zoo. Uh, enjoying these cars uh, but they've got indy cars delora indy cars from years past and then we walked around the corner which is right where we are i'm literally looking at it right now the 2021 indy car with the arrow screen up close we got up to the window i mean it, it was like a fish tank but it worked i think i might have left some drool on the window <laughs> there's fingerprints on the window yeah, from jerry definitely. um so First time that we're here at the Indy 500, we're gonna. So we're the night before. We got race day tomorrow. Um, one thing that's new to me here, and I've talked to you guys about it, and that is uh, sports betting. And I think, Cody, you're able to sports bet. You're in Illinois. Yes. So you've yes. been able to sports bet. This yes, is not it's uh, about June of last year, whenever FanDuel finally opened up. Uh, our great governor uh, decided to finally <laughs> allow us to have sports betting there. Um, I'm glad that after COVID, it's still they're still allowing online sports betting. It yeah. was just going to be in casino, but uh, FanDuel's still up and going for me. I'm on it about every day, ah. for better or for worse. <laughs> <laughs> I passed at least three Bet MGM billboards in Indiana. Uh, and actually, right Miami. behind you is a points bet uh, tent. So, I oh saw shit! That. How about that? There it yeah. is. What is points bet? Is that an app? Points bet is another. Uh, 
bookie, basically. Uh, okay. Yeah, so online bookie. What about so you're in Missouri? So I'm in Missouri. Um, no online betting there. Yeah, none in Ohio either. No. Now we have Missouri has casinos, um, and it's interesting. You know, it started out as a. Uh, uh, a, a way of life, a cultural event. You know, they were going to have riverboat casinos only. <laughs> you had to be out on the river. You actually had to pay to get on the riverboat yeah. to gamble. And uh, long story short, it very quickly turned into just uh, casino gambling, no limit. Um, <laughs> I think they still have to build their buildings over water. Yeah. But they don't have to be f- official boats anymore. Yeah. Jeez. It's, it's a novelty to me. Pennsylvania allows it and then Indiana. So the two states to my left and right allow it, but I've never done it. Uh, so what I've done is I got the FanDuel Sports app. They're not, they don't sponsor us in any way, but I got it. But um, it is also my preferred sports book as well. Yeah, so I've got FanDuel Sportsbook. And I'm not going to say the amount that I've loaded on here, uh, but I'm going to bet on the Indy 500 since I'm here, since it'll allow me to do it. Uh, I'm going to make it happen. Which so, so I was looking at some of the bets, and I, I guess I should have known because, you know, it's sports betting. You can bet on it. You know, you can bet on the coin flip in the Super Bowl. You can bet on, yeah. Some of the bets are you can bet on whether an odd car, numbered car wins, an even numbered car. You can actually do some head-to-head yeah. drivers. It's crazy the number of bets they have. Prop bets. Yeah, yeah right? the, depending on your book, yeah. I don't believe that FanDuel, unfortunately, allows the prop bets. They only yeah, allow outright it. betting on the winner. Okay. But some of the odds are astronomical for some of these drivers what's rossi at do you have it pulled up i'm pulling it up right now it made me it made me log in we're we're doing this live uh alexander rossi is currently at 13 to 1 odds that's not bad i Uh, like some other big names he's andretti autosport right yeah yeah i think uh juan pablo montoya is at uh 32 to 1 odds yeah aaron mclaren fill in willpower at 30 to 1 odds i think i think the cooler weather is going to allow for a little more passing than you usually see yeah i think yeah the cooler weather is going to be interesting i was listening to a, a, a local the indie newspaper podcast as i was driving in uh they were interviewing ahead about an hour interview with jack harvey and mike shank of msr meyer shank uh and they were mike shank was saying their car uh, performs better in the cool so they should perform better if it stays cool like it is now. I think it's going to be a little warmer. It's going to be more sunny and less overcast tomorrow on race day. Jack uh, Harvey, 70 to 1 odds. Yeah. What about the lady? Uh, She'll be down at the bottom. Simona D. Silvestri. Yes. Uh, 200 to 1. Yeah. Yeah, she qualified at the very, very tail end. Hey, she made it. She did make it. Yeah. And that's an all, that's a just about all female team. It is. It's uh, what I read about is it's a female owner, female driver. Obviously, uh, most of the crew is female, so yeah. it is it is almost an all female. I'm not familiar with her. How much oval experience does she have? Because that may actually, be some of the reason. You know, uh, Indy 500 is a completely different animal than any other oval that they go to. Yeah. She has raced in the Indy before. She's um, I don't remember where she came out. Um, obviously, I don't think it was in the top ten, but uh, she mm-hmm. has been on track before. Yeah, but I, I feel like IndyCar is somewhat like NASCAR. Also, if you're not in one of the big powerhouse teams, occasionally it's a little bit difficult to get up yeah, into the yeah. top ten. Yep. Like she's got some financial support. Her sponsor is Rocket Mortgage. That's a solid sponsor. Sure. Very which solid. Is, which is nice. I mean, it's always. I mean, the all female aspect. I'm not cheapening that, but that is a good good marketing aspect. I mean, that'll that'll get you the funds to get there and, and show your talent. Exactly. And, and that got them here. Um, I mean, they're in the race. They have a shot a shot at it. Yep. Yep. Uh, so I'm looking at my fan duel. Alex Rossi is is fourth down on the uh, the odds. Scott Dixon, Colton Herta gets a lot of love for this one. Yeah, mm-hmm. Scott Dixon and Colton Herta both. Scott Dixon, obviously the overwhelming favorite, being fastest in all practices, fastest in qualifying. 
overwhelming favorite. Still at plus three thirty, so uh, three dollars and thirty cents to one, or you yeah. know, to have one odds. But uh, Pato Award also is getting a lot of love here. It looks like uh, Aaron McLaren. I mean, if I'm Award, I mean, obviously he's the full time Aaron McLaren guy, uh, and he's he's got some pace and and showing some talent this year. Uh, but I, if I'm going with somebody that's on McLaren, I mean Rosenquist. I like Felix Rosenquist, but I don't think he's got it here. He's just—he's not up there. Yeah, he's just. It, there's something about the 500 that doesn't suit his driving style, or if it's the draft yeah. or the major yeah. turns. I don't know what it is, but I agree with you there. Yeah, get him at Road America at a road course. He's good. Um, but Aaron McLaren's kind of special guest, Juan Pablo Montoya. He's, he knows what he's doing. He's a seasoned veteran. He's here for this race. Uh, I would put my money on Juan Pablo Montoya for this one. Yeah, that's you know he's been there. He's got the experience. Where's he starting though? Do you know where he's at in the grid? I don't have it pulled up. We'll have to do some research do on some the spot. Digging. Jerry's going to pull that up real quick, um, and then Cody, you and I were talking about, and who I might put my money on because I'm sitting here right now, the day, the night, the evening, the afternoon before the Indy 500, uh, about to place my bet. And again, we're not saying how much money I'm going to put on this. Correct. We're not going to talk about that. Not going to not going to talk about no. that. Um, we don't need to call the 800 number. No. Nothing. No. <laughs> but Tony Kanaan has is somebody that we're also interested in. Yeah, I mean, I've said it. I think all night long. Uh, Tony Kanaan. I've also been. I was always a Jimmy Johnson fan. He's obviously driving the ovals for Chip Ganassi Racing in the 48 Indy car. Um, I believe Tony Kanaan has the chance to do it. He's starting up in the top two rows. Uh, I've said the entire time, Tony Kanaan is going to be getting my money this weekend. I'll just go ahead and throw that out there right now. No more surprises, no hiding anything. Tony yeah. Kanaan is getting my money. So on FanDuel, Tony Kanaan. On, on FanDuel, Tony Kanaan is getting my money. I'm placing the bet right now. <laughs> I think he's going to be aggressive. I mean, he's obviously he's got this before, but uh, his time is, is running out. I mean, I don't mean to be cryptic with that, but he's, his career, is, is that's where he's at. He's not full-time. Montoya is uh, starting 24th in row eight. Uh, that's yeah. that's. Yeah. I mean, not a lot of room for passing on Indy, so that that that's a tough. It, it can be done, but that's tough. Yeah, he he's good. I mean, I just don't know about the error of McLarens. Everybody seems to be big on award for the McLarens. I don't hear anything about Rosenquist. I know we all trust Montoya to be good. He's a veteran. Uh, so keeping on that tune of veterans, he's he's down there in the odds. He's plus 4200 on Fantol. Uh, Elio Castroneves is driving for Meyer Shank Racing. Uh, it's his first Indy race that's not with Penske. Uh, and I know he's not doing IMSA with Penske either. He did that, I think, last year. Uh, he was driving the Penske Acura, I want to say. Uh, but I don't. he's not really doing anything this year, Castroneves. No, I haven't heard anything at all about him this year. I'm not yeah. as close of an Indy follower as some are. But, uh, yeah, I haven't heard his name mentioned at all or anything. No. Yeah, he uh, he was at Mid Ohio when I was there a couple weeks ago. He did the command to start the engines. Um, I was listening to the Indy Star newspaper podcast earlier, and Mike Shanks said, as we have some motorcycles in the background, um, uh, Mike Shanks said that Elio has been at every Indy car race so far this year. Not a ton of them so far, but he's been to all of them with Meyer Shank. Uh, just leading up to this Indy 500 as kind of a guest to this race. If we were playing true or false, I would be playing false right now. I mean, I haven't heard his name mentioned at all. Yeah, you know? <laughs> he, he's not been on the radar. Uh, I Honestly, I would have thought he was coming back with Penske for IMSA. Uh, but I really, I got to mid-Ohio and I realized he's not on any team there. I don't even think Penske has a IMSA team anymore since he bought IndyCar, right? Yeah, I don't believe since the uh, Ford GT was 
cut out. That was the Penske's yeah. last year when Ford uh, decided to leave IMSA and yeah. uh, yeah, GT Racing. They don't have a presence there. I think uh, Roger Penske is all towards where we are right now, which is the Speedway that he now owns and the series that he now runs uh, and putting that show on. So you don't really have that anymore. You've got the Ganassi Cadillac and you got uh, Wayne Taylor. Meyershank Racing is, is trying to become a Penske or Ganassi. Uh, with their Columbus, Ohio effort in IMSA and IndyCar. Uh, I, I'm a little biased listening to them. I mean, you guys can see me right now. I'm literally wearing a Meyershank <laughs> Racing hat. It's just because it matches the MSR that's for r- us. That's, <laughs> that's also true. That is a little bit true. But I've always liked Mike Shank and his effort. Uh, even years, like over a decade ago, he was just a Daytona prototype. Uh, I always enjoyed the interviews with him. He was always a down-to-business kind of guy. Um, and then he comes into IndyCar. Of course, Meyer, he joined with SiriusXM. The CEO of SiriusXM joins with him, gives him some funds and support. Uh, but it's an Ohio-based team that is uh, with Jack Harvey and now Elio Castroneves going for an Indy 500 this year. You guys have uh, pretty much exhausted my Indy knowledge. So <laughs> I'm just going to sit here and listen. I'm, I'm what you would call a... Uh, Maybe a, a fan, but not a fanatic. Uh-huh. Um, I, I love all motorsports. I, I will go. I will go to a track day with no dog in the hunt, no car, yeah. nobody I know racing. I'll go sit and watch a track day of unknowns run around a track all day. I just love to motorsports, but I don't think there's really yeah. one I fo- uh, league I follow religiously. Yeah, and and we're not all IndyCar, so let's take a break off of IndyCar here right now. I've got you here, Jerry. You got me into so. You followed us and our team with road racing a little bit. Yes. And got some pointers from us. Yes. But we switched it over and did some dirt racing. Yes. And the roles switched. <laughs> they switched 100%. You taught me how to race on dirt. Well, So a you're bit. kind of a dirt, off-road kind of... Yeah, so, so I grew up as a kid um, in Marshall, Missouri, and we have a little uh, quarter-mile dirt track. Yeah. And they run dirt sprints there, and they run the full-size sprints. Um, and it was guys way back when, I'll date myself a little bit, but, you know, um, <laughs> Danny Lasowski, back in the days of Lasowski, Doug Wolfgang. Um, Wolfgang used to actually run at the Marshall track. Yeah. These are guys that are big in sprint racing years ago, used to race mm-hmm. with Swindell and, and all those guys. But so I grew up kind of with those dirt sprints, and I loved those dirt sprints and yeah. always wanted to, um, I always would love to want to drive one, and that's kind of actually kind of what geared me toward iRacing racing was I wanted to yeah. see what it was like, and um, I've been to Knoxville for the nationals and that sort of thing. So anyway, yeah, I was I was kind of branching out and wanted to learn about road racing, and finally got you to get in a dirt sprint, and <laughs> I think it was was Bristol your first dirt. Yes, Bristol okay. dirt. I had tried it maybe in some cars at some free series, but. I, I think I hooked the car so many times that I never finished any laps. Well, yeah, the the, the banking at Bristol um, when you're first learning is, is awesome because you, you can just gun it all the way through and pretty yeah. much uh, when the track's before it gets slick, you, you can just floor it all the way around the track. Yeah. So, yeah, so I that's been my fun, I, and I hope you enjoyed it. In fact, we're going to yeah. do, uh, Mad Sim's going to do a little summer dirt league here where we're going to do like a little local track type thing and run some dirt sprints for the summer. Yeah, that's right. It's going to be kind of a two-month summer thing, and I'll tease a little IndyCar thing. Uh, I won't say any more about that, but we're going to do a little IndyCar racing for eight weeks. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the Bristol dirt made me feel like I was a dirt racer. <laughs> um, I So Bradley and I have talked about on the podcast before uh, that we went to With Raceway in Virginia. It's a very high bank dirt track. So Bristol dirt reminds me of that, and I feel like I could just I can drive that a little bit better. I've, tr- I've tried Eldora. 
I just couldn't I couldn't get around the place. Well, I think I think for our little mini league, our summer league, we may start at Lanier, which is going to be a, a uh, three three eighths uh, track. It's a little flatter. It's a little smaller. But what you'll find the most fun about dirt racing is when you get about halfway, three quarters way through the race, and you're dealing with lap traffic. That's <laughs> what's fun. Yeah, as we get through the main events. Yep. Yep. Cody, you going to join us in this dirt series? I, I will. I actually enjoy the dirt racing. The most experience I've had on the sim is uh, with the dirt street stocks. And my wow. favorite track above Bristol has got to be USA International Speedway, the dirt yeah, version. Okay. Uh, probably because it's the same as Bristol. You can just keep it floored the entire time and just flick it in. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Um, I've never driven any of the other dirt cars, but it is it's something that has been on my radar to try to start uh, building my dirt license up <laughs> for... I have my dirt license doesn't exist. <laughs> well, this is going to be a lighthearted league. It's not. It's not a pro league by any yeah. means. It's going to be a fixed league, and we're and we're just out there to have fun. So it's it'll that's be right. a great learning uh, a learning league. That that's what I need. It's going to be the slower of the three sprint cars. I think. No, I think we may do oh. the three sixty. So I was thinking, you know, I want the I wanna, fastest. It's the mid. Oh, so okay. there's okay. the three hundred five, the three sixty, and the four ten. <laughs> we're gonna do. We're gonna start with the three sixties. That's what I need. Uh, I've, I think we did the fastest one in like a fun run, and it was okay. <laughs> it was fun, uh, but yeah, I'm I'm doing it. Whatever it is, I'm doing it. We're going in for it. Yeah, I'm down also. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's coming up this summer, and uh, and then you also got us into some of the off-road truck stuff, which is interesting. You know, uh, actually, what, what whatever those are, the pro lights or the whatever. Pro lights, pro the pro four trucks. I did my first pro light two race on a whim last Friday, and it <laughs> How'd was it go? a. I, well, I was at Daytona. I got rolled at the hairpin. <laughs> I had to tow back to the pits. Uh, had a two minute tow from there or whatever. Still managed to come back and finish fifth. Yeah, uh, I had qualified second in that race and everything, and it was a blast. That was yeah. maybe the most fun. 15 minute race I've ever had on iRacing actually. The, the hardest thing about the trucks for me is the slower you are the faster you are. I mean you, yeah. you got to go a lot slower into the corners than you think and the slower you are the faster you are if that makes it's it's probably really it more the smoother you are the faster you are but, but I, you do have to, I, I think my best lap time was a 52 second lap and i was like oh this is pretty good i was running faster <laughs> than the leader i checked the top slip for the same race that i was in they were running 44 second laps and uh it put me back in my place pretty quickly the, th the thing about running the trucks in i racing is that there's so few people that run it you may be a 1,000 I rating, and you're going to jump into a race, and you're racing against someone with a 4,000 I yeah. rating. So the leader just is gone. You know, you're going to get yeah. lapped every time, <laughs> and it's. But it's it's just a fun. It's a fun event. I, I enjoy the dirt. Um, I in real life, so to speak, I, I play around off roading a lot. So in uh, I racing, I really enjoy the dirt. Yeah, that's what I noticed. I, I know you're a dirt. I mean, as far as compared to me, you're a dirt expert. You taught me how to drive. Uh, not an expert right? at all, but I do know a little <laughs> bit. I do know a little bit. Yeah. That shows how little I know. <laughs> um, so, and then you're running our road series. Um, but so let's get back to IndyCar. So, I mean, I'm I'm kind of with with you. I don't know, Cody. I know Jerry. You said you're you've exhausted exhausted your IndyCar knowledge. I mean, I can't say I'm a. I grew up more of a NASCAR fan. Yeah, I'm the same way. I grew yeah. up more of a Formula One and NASCAR fan. Yeah. I, we would watch IndyCar, but only if it wasn't competing with NASCAR or Formula yeah. One time. Yeah. And then you get IndyCar. I mean, just to be here, I feel like all three of us are going to leave this weekend 
obsessive IndyCar fans. <laughs> yeah. it, that's kind of my uh, personality anyway. Once yeah. I get into something, it gets my yes. hook, gets its hooks into me, and As I end I, up being a. I'm uh, literally wearing a Meyer Shank Acura Motorsports hat <laughs> because I went to Mid Ohio and they had a booth, <laughs> and I got excited. Yeah. And I had a few drinks too, which is what we're doing here today at Daredevil Brewing Company. Uh, but I think we're going to find. I mean. Let's be honest. Whoever has a merch trailer down the street here when we finish up, that's who we're going to be obsessed with after this. More than likely. Yeah, I yes. agree. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree. It's the same thing. There's so many events you go to, and then you, you kind of get really interested and intrigued by them. And, yeah. and you know, I've, I've watched Indy. I, I know I've watched at least half of a race, if not more. I mean, several <laughs> occasions. But, but other than the Indy 500, I don't know that I've spent more than five minutes watching an Indy League race I mean, I followed it a little bit closer this year with Jimmy Johnson driving yeah. coming from nascar and being such a yeah. big jimmy johnson fan of nascar but i still haven't it's been competing with nascar time and i still find yeah. myself watching more of the nascar race and flipping over to check on the indycar race instead of the other way around yeah indycar i mean there are less indycar races nascar is more of a regular thing i feel like um it's more stable and there for you uh it's just like i mean imza you have like the next race you you, you see an imza race and the next race is a month later it's like okay that'll that'll suck you in it's like you got to schedule. You got to remember: is there an IMSA race or is there an IndyCar race? That kind of thing. Along the lines of Formula One, it'll yeah. suck you in. There's a big, yeah. big production, and then it'll suck you in. And you got to remember when the next one is. Right. NASCAR. It's like okay, next week they're at Bristol. Next week they're somewhere down the street in America. It's that kind of deal. Um, but Indy, I mean IndyCar. Also, they're cutting out the ovals. Uh, I think close to you, Jerry, is Gateway. Close yep. to both of you guys, actually, is Gateway. Correct. Uh, it's one of the f- one of like two. I mean, if you count Indianapolis as an oval, it's one of like three ovals left. Yeah, they used Texas, to go to Richmond, Texas Gateway, and yeah. I don't even know what the third one is actually. Besides I mean, Indianapolis, Indianapolis. yeah. That. They used to go to Pocono. I don't think Pocono's on there right now. I don't believe it is. We'll I'm not look. sure. Jerry's we'll looking. Jerry's, Jerry's got research done. Jerry's got an iPad. He's got our research here at the uh, picnic table at, at the brewery. Uh, we need to know what because I was. Lo- I'm pretty sure it's those three. I don't think we have other ovals. So it's basically turning into a road series. It's turning into mostly like street Grand Prix as well. And I remember when the schedule was being released last year, the NASCAR teams were putting more road courses on and yeah. taking away ovals. And the IndyCar team was taking away ovals and adding more road yeah. courses as well. And both fan groups were upset about that. The NASCAR <laughs> fans were upset there were more road courses. And the IndyCar fans were upset that there were, you know what I mean, more ovals or whatever. So Yeah, it seems like ovals are just dying off almost. Yeah, those are the only three on the schedule. Texas. That's what I thought. Yeah, Texas, um, Gateway. And Indy. Yeah, that's so you used to have so Bradley and I didn't live too far from Richmond. They used to have Richmond on there. We never went, but we thought about it. So that's gone. Uh, Iowa. Iowa. They, used, they raced at Iowa last there. year, that's I believe. Right. Yeah. That's good that's off. Uh, I don't know what else maybe I mean, iRacing goes to a ton of ovals, so so it's like that's the last place you can get it is iRacing. Uh, I know driving the cars on iRacing, Vegas, uh, Atlanta, Texas, uh, Kansas, those are all fun. Uh, Twin Ring Motegi, that used they used to go there. I think that's Danica, where Danica won her race. That's correct, yeah. And that's not you don't see that anymore. No, not at all. So we're about to see kind of one of the few, and I mean it's it's interesting also that uh, we don't have Jimmy Johnson this weekend. We have Tony. Uh, we don't have Roman Grosjean. I'm kind of disappointed in that. Yeah. Although uh, we may have to make a trip back next year because I believe both of them have posted on social media stating that they're interested in uh, not every oval but the 500 they are looking forward yeah. to. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, thankfully I'm going to Mid-Ohio in a few weeks. I'll see Roman and Jimmy there. But uh, I'm kind of, I mean, Roman I understand. He just had a near, I mean, I hate to say he had a near-death death experience. Absolutely. He's not going to come to this track. No. no this no, no, is no. terrifying, even with the, the uh, aero screen. This is terrifying. 
And I think that's the reason why Roger Penske decided to take some of the ovals away is because of how terrifying yeah. and how dangerous it is. I mean, you see what happened to Wickens, uh, Wilson, uh, Weldon. I mean, all those guys. It is terrifying. Um, but Jimmy, I would. I thought Jimmy would do this race. I'm kind of surprised that Jimmy. I did didn't too, do this especially race. coming from a NASCAR background yeah. and having experience at Talladega and Daytona, where it's nothing but yeah. it's luck. Do you, and do you think maybe prep for the 24 might have? Curtailed, excuse me, curtailed his practice here. To like for the Daytona your, 24 yeah, yeah. with uh, that's that's an interesting question. I don't know how much he put into that. I don't um, know. I mean, he's or I if just, it was more of a I'm done with oval and I don't want to do could, oval could anymore. Be, yeah, I've done could oval be. for 20 however yep. years or he, whatever. He could just be human like us and said, <laughs> no, I'm not going to do it. That's and impossible. Then when the race came around, he's like, yeah. Ah, shit, I should have done that. And <laughs> yeah, so that's now impossible. he's committing the next year. Jimmy Johnson is not human. <laughs> no, 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 no. That, I mean, Roman, like I said, Roman, I understand. Uh, he was on the fence about even doing IndyCar after what happened at Bahrain. And that's completely understandable. It, it is, yeah, for his family. If him, I were to have yeah. my car go through <laughs> some Armco barriers and end up on the other side in a ball of fire, I yeah. think I would probably be done. Yeah. Uh, but for Jimmy, I, I just would have thought Jimmy would have gone for it. I mean, you think of Tony Stewart doing – I remember when I was – I'll age myself. I was a little kid. <laughs> uh, and Jimmy John, I was a, a middle school, high school. Jimmy, and uh, No, not Jimmy Johnson. Tony Stewart did the whole Indy 500, flew down to the Coke 600. That's right. And he was taken off on a stretcher at the end of the Coke 600 with IVs because he was dehydrated. Yep. I remember that. I, I remember that, too, because yeah. he was one of the only ones that would ever go through and do both of them yes. at the same time, to do Maybe. 1,100 miles in one day. Yeah. Did Robbie Gordon do that, or was it just Tony? Maybe it was just Tony. I don't remember for sure. Yeah, I don't either. I know Tony because I know Tony was Jerry's booting up yeah, his I, iPad. I, I, I see if I can find because I thought somebody <laughs> else did that before. I want to say Robbie tried it, but uh, I know Tony did because I remember him being put on a stretcher at the yeah, end of the Coke exactly. Um, and uh, I'm just so yeah, just based on that, I'm surprised that Jimmy wouldn't go for it. I mean, he's not getting any younger. He's he's driving the Indy car even if it's on road courses. So drive the Indy car where we're at right now. And he did the NDGP. So, I mean, he yeah. really did kind of two corners and a straightaway yeah. with her worth of Indianapolis. Yeah. So, I mean, go for the Indy 500 win now. He's not, he doesn't have a, a million years to try. And he's in a car to be able to do it. Yes. He's in a car with the power to be able to do it. He's, what is he, Dale Coyne Racing? Chip Ganassi. Oh, yeah, that's right. Chip Ganassi. He's the Chip Ganassi 48. Yes. Carvana. That, why did I think it was Dale Coyne? So, yeah, I might need to bet on Tony Kanaan with you and that so that was my biggest thing was that tony was covering for jimmy johnson on the ovals yeah the four races because they did a double header at texas the TK. four races is in that chip ganassi car tk can I mean, do this tk can get this done i believe so what do you think about ed carpenter do you know enough about him i it's almost worth a smaller i mean i'm not putting yeah. as much money on as i did as uh, <laughs> yeah. tony canon but ed carpenter's almost always worth a bet he always yeah. leads laps here it seems like even if it's just a yeah. couple during a pit cycle or whatever he's always at the front of the pack he qualifies well he tends to run a little bit i don't know if maybe it's uh, since they're a smaller team if it's maybe because fuel mileage or something that he can't yeah. quite always get there at the end mm-hmm. but he does seem to run well here all the time yeah, it's. I'm. I'm wondering. I feel like I'm not going to get on the bandwagon for these young guys, Colton Herta, Pato Award. I'm going to stick with a TK Scott Dixon. If I'm really, I mean, the odds are great for Scott Dixon. So you're not. It's a bet, but it's not going to get you a big it's, return. I was going to say, is it is it worth the bet at that yeah. return? I don't think so. And, and it's and I'm I'm always against and not, not like again again I'm not a big sports better because I'm not. It's illegal for me. <laughs> but. <laughs> but uh, I, I would be so, against. So, so you're saying you never speed? 
No, never. never. I don't break the law. Oh, okay. No, All right. Well, I'm just going to point this out. Uh, if you wanted Ed Carpenter, a $5 bet would return you $140. That's oh, the odds on him. Oh, man. Wow. See, I'm an amateur at that. So it's you're, five t- bucks. you're teaching me. I mean, five bucks. You know, that's a coffee. I think I'm going to bet on Ed Carpenter. I, I think you are going to bet on multiple <laughs> drivers. If I had to guess, after you have a couple more beers. That's right. I've finished and, mine. And <laughs> Cody boots up his little phone here with his app. Yeah. and Or you said you logged in. I'm logged you're, in. You're going to drunk bet tonight. <laughs> you're going to wake up tomorrow and find out yeah. how much you bet. The night is not. I mean, we're it is it is 6-11 p.m. in Speedway, Indiana. The you want even more? Young. Sebastian Bourdais. There's a name you ought to know from I've not even said Sebastian Okay, Sebastian Bourdais. Bourdais a $5 bet on him. How much do you think that would win you? Ah, oh, jeez. He's a road guy, right? He's an F1 guy. I wouldn't think it would be much. Well, Sebastian Bourdais has been in IndyCar for a few years. He has. A $5 bet will win you $550. <laughs> I, I think you need to make a $5 bet on every driver. I think that's the The only idea problem with here. that is if Scott Dixon wins, yeah, you're going to lose money. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> So, so I, I, I'll get off tangent a little bit because I know you do this yeah. on the on the podcast, but you know I, I'm not a big sports better either. But we figured out one time, and on March Madness, if you take the underdogs in the first round every time, we've never lost money. If you bet uh, every underdog, yeah, every single, yeah, because the favorites, I think the favorites get ahead and they pull their starters out. They don't want them to get injured. Yeah, I, that's my theory. I don't know, and you don't win a lot, but it gives right. you some interest in in March Madness. Otherwise, yeah, it's this is going to be new to me. I'm, I hope I don't go too much in the hole. I hope I come away with a victory, and then I end up moving to a state where sports betting is legal because I feel like I've got a new job, <laughs> a new industry. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you, it stays illegal, so you don't lose it later. Not <laughs> <laughs> that, that too. That that as well. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go, with, but I I'm, I haven't made a pick yet. I guess I need to make a pick before we, we finish, but uh, it's going to be a veteran. Uh, so so while you're thinking real quick and you're looking it up, by the way, John Andretti attempted the 1,100 miles in one day, but did, was not successful. Tony Stewart That's is right. the only one to successfully complete it. Uh, John John Andretti. Of course, now this is based on Wiki, so. Right, yeah. I trust that. And again, this I year could have been the first year for someone to get all three, Monaco, Indy 500, and the Coke 600 in the same weekend, because yeah. for the first time oh. that I can remember, Monaco was not the yes. same weekend as the Indy 500 and the Coke 600. Let's get Max Verstappen in an in IndyCar and a NASCAR. I think, I think we <laughs> yeah. could do that. <laughs> I am looking up now the carb day, uh, the final practice uh, lineup. I know Scott Dixon, I think. I thought Dixon was he, uh, he was the fastest, the fastest. But there were some. So I was watching it when it was happening. Um, still windy out here in Speedway, Indiana. Um, <laughs> Help you out here a little <laughs> there bit. There we go. My beer, gl- my beer cup blew over. Um, Luckily, it was empty. We don't want a party foul. It was absolutely empty. Um, carb day. What are the times? The internet is not easy for me right now. Let's get these. So I know Scott Dixon was up there. I was watching it live is what I'm saying. And uh, Tony Kanaan was up there. I think Tony TK was in the top five. That that supports that uh, that bet, I feel. Absolutely, yeah. I believe he starts fourth. I and know he he's was, in the second row. Yeah. Uh, so he's either fourth, fifth, or sixth in the second row there. And he was about fourth in the carp day. I mean, so... Um, Dixon, Power in in order. Dixon, Power, McLaughlin, Kanan, um, were your top four. Yeah, uh, New Garden was up there as well. I will say New yep, Garden eight. was looking good, um, and he's Penske, uh, so that's not a bad a bad uh, bet out there. Um, yeah, I gotta go. You gotta go with as a pick. 
and, and I'm going to get before we uh, f- sign off for the Saturday portion. I'm going to get the get all three of our kind of picks. Uh, so, well, before I while it's on my mind, let's do it. Let's get it. Let's get these picks. Who do I have? Do I want to go last or do I want to go first? I mean, I feel like I've already thrown mine out there. So, so you I got mean, TK. I've already, I've already put money on it. TK is going to be my TK pick for, for Cody the Richardson. Yes. TK Tony Kanon. So, I mean, I'd have to pick Dixon. I mean, he's an obvious favorite. I'm I'm not that knowledgeable. So I mean, from my perspective, I have to pick Dixon. But honestly, if I'm and I'm you guys, I wasn't planning on it, but you guys got me all excited. I think I'm going to make a bet. <laughs> I'm going to have to sign up tonight. And make I'm going to call that 1-800 number for you. Yeah, Peer thanks. pressure. <laughs> but, you know, I'm going to bet on Rossi. Um, you, I, you, you've been stuck on Rossi. I have here. been, and it's just he's got experience. He's won before. Yeah, yeah. He's not you – know, I'm afraid of the new guys. They're, you yeah, know, they're, yeah. The rookies I'm are with you, you know, then, there. But uh, the veterans don't excite me either. The the I, I appreciate Montoya. I mean, has a rookie ever won the Indy 500? That's a question I don't know the answer to, yeah, but I would say I, it's probably – a lot more often veterans that yeah, win it than yeah. the rookies do. And Rossi has won before. He has won a while. He, and, and I was looking at practice. That's the only thing I don't like was he wasn't he didn't I, I he wasn't in the top ten. So I don't know where yeah. he fell out there. But I, I mean, I for me the the, the issue is um, the return on the bet. So yeah. I, I I'd probably say Dixon's my favorite, but I'd bet on Rossi. Yeah, I was reading. I can't remember if it was Reddit or what. Um, people were were good on Andretti Autosport. So I think Andretti Autosport people feel like they're going to perform here. Um, and, I, and I will say the other thing, the, the reason I kind of got interested in looking was actually I, I do follow World Superbike and Valentino Rossi, oh, yeah. and I was like, are they related? And that's kind of <laughs> what got me looking into it. There you go. Whatever, whatever it takes. Yeah. Whatever it takes to get you in there. Um, geez, what, who am I going to pick? I don't want to copy you and be TK. I don't want to. I don't want to. I like TK. I, like well, I don't know. He he had his little Mad Sim. Uh, he gave us know, a shout out, us for, a shout out for Nurburgring and Sebring. So. Uh, uh, completely free. He's our friend. We didn't pay him to be our friend. He's just <laughs> our friend. Um, oh boy, um, I really want to. I've always liked Juan Pablo Montoya, but I don't. Ha- I just don't know about those Aaron McLarens. Sixteenth in the carb day. No, yeah, that's not not what I would want. Uh, give me that top. Fi- give me those top spots. Where was that Carpenter day. at carb day? So uh, final results: Dixon. Okay, uh, Paginal. New Simon, yeah, Simon Kropinski. Marco Andretti. Will ah, Power was Marco. next. Tony Kanon was eighth. Takuma, Sato. Takuma ninth. Yep. What about Scott McLaughlin? We haven't talked about him. Seventh. Oh, oh, he's Penske too. It's his first year. He's a rookie, but he's not a new. He's not an unexperienced rookie as far as racing goes. Oh man, this is it's not easy. This is a field that is going to be fascinating. That's to why watch. I go first. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you took TK. That's who I would have picked easily. Um, oh jeez! Well, you, well, you could pick a favorite of TK and then an alternate. I, I want. I would be very thrilled to see TK win, but I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick, and I'm not going to be Scott Dixon. No, 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 no. Not going to do that. It's too easy. Oh. Who do I want? I think. I think Elio Castroneves is. Oh, it's oh, windy We got here. stuff blowing away here. Hold on. So is it that is that a sign that Elio you're, you're going with it, even though the wind blew away when it, you it, tried it, to say it, his yes. name? Yes, the wind gust in, in Indianapolis just went crazy, and as I said, Elio Castroneves. <laughs> uh, is that the gust that's going to propel him across? That's yeah, correct. Say, is that a gust of excitement <laughs> or a depression? So Elio in the Meyer Shank Racing fill-in car. That's who's got it. That's who Final answer? Yes. 
It's not going to be Jack Harvey. I think he's more of a road guy. So I agree. So then is it going to be more than $5? It is, <laughs> it, it is going to be more than 5 Sorry, that might be getting into questions we don't want to answer. We're not going to say how much okay. exactly okay. I'm putting on the table here. Okay. It's more than 5 It's less than, we're not going to say. Not gonna <laughs> it's less than $10. What was, yes. what was the yes. $5 bet win on, on that? On? Castro Nevis. $5 on Castro Nevis will return 210 and I'm putting more than five. That'll be a. That you will get more than two hundred. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the 2022 Indy 500 Ooh. funds right there. I was right. say, go ahead and pay like, for your tickets for next year. Sounds uh. like we have some more excitement in the yes. race results than I was planning on when I got in the car this morning. <laughs> oh man, oh that's gonna be something. I have to say, I keep my betting light, but it's for this reason to make it a little bit more interesting. It feels like you have a little skin in the game. You're not a crew yeah. member, but you feel like you are if you put I mean, money on them. You're sitting yeah. here looking at the Delara factory, looking at an IndyCar. Where the stands, we just walked by Indianapolis Speedway in the uh, Pagoda, Padoga, Pagoda, 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 Pagoda. Pagoda. <laughs> uh, so with the tag Hewer logo on yes. top. Yes. Oh man. I, I will say it's kind of interesting. So we, we drove by some of the campsites, and they're not full. Full. They're, no. They're, no. No. For COVID, post-COVID, they're they're full. It's I mean, there's people. There's no masks, but there's no. people everywhere. There's excitement in the air, and I, I assume Indy's always like this. But there's also just I think a general excitement of I'm free. Right, things have changed all of a sudden for yep. most for most of us. I mean, in the state I'm in, it's it's freed up a bit. Absolutely, uh, I the think state I'm in is freeing up as well. Yeah, it's this is perfectly timed. Yeah, perfectly timed for all of us to come out here. Absolutely. If if things hadn't lessened up in the United States, uh, we were thinking about all you Canadian people out there because <laughs> we know how bad it is there. Still. <coughs> That's right. Yeah, Toronto Indy Grand Prix, Montreal Grand Prix. Sorry, guys. Uh, we're enjoying it down here. <laughs> I'll be at VIR next week in the paddock. So <laughs> it's going to be a good time in America. Sorry, you guys in Canada. Uh, but yeah, this is the, the best time p- possible to be out here. Uh, if it were, again, if it were a little less windy and a little bit warmer, <laughs> yeah. great. But we're I think we'll be okay tomorrow, everything. though. The we're temperature's supposed to be about 8 degrees warmer tomorrow. It's supposed yes. to be sunny. Yes. It should be a perfect day for racing. Yeah, we're surviving. We're drinking beer. Um, so, yeah, we're here. We're going to move around a little bit. It's the night before the Indy 500. We're sitting here for the last 42 minutes or so at the uh, Daredevil Brewing Company uh, picnic table outside. It's packed with people. Uh, it's uh, good beer. So uh, there's a lot of these packed people are like, you know, on their way to the bathroom or something, they kind of yeah. take a little tour and walk by the table to see what's going on here. I think you need a sign that says on air. Yes. I've had some people look at me and nod at me. We've got, <laughs> we've got uh, uh, for those, obviously this is radio, you can't see it, but we've got a legit, we're set up. We're pros. We're doing this the right way. Oh, yeah. if you We've got a little mixer here. we got all got microphones. <laughs> it's not It's not Mike like we're. Mike flag, giving yeah, Matt some racing. Right. It's not prop. like we're talking into earbuds no. or, or whatever. This is pro. I, the people are very curious as to what's going on. <laughs> I think you need a little on-air sign. I think we need it. I'll wear it on my back. <laughs> no. It'll, it'll be no, a one that sign. you put on the table or, or on your back if you're walking around. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to rig up, and we're going to try here in a little bit this evening. Uh, we're going to obviously keep drinking. We're going to eat. Uh, and enjoy the sights. We're, we're trackside in Indianapolis, uh, but we're gonna we're gonna do a little walk, hopefully, and give you a little lay of the land here. If you couldn't make it, it's forty percent capacity. We're gonna let you know what it's all about around here uh, for th- for three first timers around here. Uh, we're gonna do the same thing on race morning uh, at our tailgate. And I think we've got some coffee beer. We do uh, Schlafly Coffee Stout, uh, courtesy yeah. of the Schlafly Brewery in St. Louis, Missouri. <laughs> there we go. Not a sponsor, but uh, no. they do have some pretty good beer. <laughs> 
Uh, so that's going to start us off, and you're going to hear from us uh, throughout this. Until the race, we're not going to be live in the race because it's the race. Uh, but Not only that, our seats are a little bit far apart from each other correct. as well. That's correct, yeah. Um, but, yeah, we're on Main Street, uh, Speedway, Indiana, right next to the Delar Factory, right next to the Indianapolis Speedway and AJ Fort Racing. Uh, we're going to keep drinking, and we'll be right back with you guys uh, later on in the evening. Your beers. We've had a pizza at Daredevil Brewery. Uh, we had the guys at Daredevil Brewery, the owner, come and meet us here and uh, actually welcome us here. So, uh, really, check out Daredevil Brewery. What great, awesome people here. Uh, Jerry and Cody, take it away while I get us situated. We're about to do a walk uh, down Main Street, Speedway, Indiana, guys. What, what's your take on everything we're seeing so far? Man, this is a great place to hang out. Shane, the owner, came by and they have a DJ, if you can hear in the background. and. He started with a little scratching, a little, little, uh, weren't sure what to expect, but the music's been awesome. Yeah, it went from a little scratching to uh, pretty much nothing but classic rock and a little modern rock and everything going yeah. with it. This is really a very nice place to hang out. If you guys are ever in Indianapolis, definitely come down and uh, check out Daredevil Brewery. I mean, the beer is good, the pizza is good, the atmosphere is good. Everything about this has been pretty awesome so far. And it looks like they got a lot of the locals here as well. It's not just the, the tourists or the guys here for the race. There yeah. seem to be a lot of ro locals. Right, and from the way the owner talked, it seems like it's fairly busy on even a non-race weekend. I mean, there is a lot of people here tonight being a race the night before the Indy 500. Yeah, this this is awesome so far. We're uh, As we're talking to you, you're listening to us in the second part of this Saturday night uh, show. We're now on foot. We're walking down Main Street, Speedway, Indiana, next to the Delora factory, uh, the three of us uh, doing the best we can here. Uh, but uh, it's a nice evening. It's actually cleared up a little bit. So let's let's head down this way. Let's go down through here. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I had no idea what to expect in terms of, of pre-race, you know, especially the night before. And I thought, ah, maybe you'll find a little bar or something that's going on. But <laughs> this is what we've walked maybe a half a mile or a mile down here. And there's just people out partying, and <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, this is a great scene. The sun is now fully out. There are no clouds. Uh, we got people yelling at us, trying to talk to us. Uh, everybody's having a good time tonight. Uh, the energy down here is, is amazing now that the sun is fully out and it's warm. Yeah, take one of the biggest ball games during the regular season and multiply <laughs> it by about 10 or 15, and that's what about what this is. I, I can imagine this is probably what a World Series atmosphere feels like, honestly. But. Some of the guys at Daredevil Brewery, some of the guys that have been drinking, were just yelling at us, trying to get us to come over there and talk to them. I guess we should have, but we're moving. Uh, we've walked past Daredevil Brewery. Uh, we're walking uh, away from the, the uh, AJ Fort Racing Studio or place and the uh, Delora Factory. We're now by some... What is this to our left here? I, is this a party tent? It looks like a fucking um, uh, exclusive place. It's got a black ribbon. It's called Arrow Views. McLaren and Views, official partner. Well, of I don't, I don't think it's exclusive because it says there's a <laughs> sign that says must be 21 to enter. And anybody, anybody that shows an ID seems to be able to get in. Wow, this place looks exclusive, but we're not going to go in because we I guess none of us vape. I don't vape. No. Nobody I vapes? Don't vape, no. <laughs> but if you look at the uh, waitresses, you might change your mind. Oh, shit. 
Let's keep moving, can we, guys. Can, can we talk about that on the podcast? Well, we can talk about that anytime we want to. We're in Indianapolis. This looks like an official Arrow McLaren uh, venue. I didn't know this was down here. We'll try that after we go off air. How about that, guys? We'll see what they've got. That looks exciting. Uh, it does they, look very interesting, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm a fan of Felix Rosenquist and Juan Montoya. We talked about them. So kind of tie, to back this, tie this back into what we were talking about earlier. I saw a tweet uh, earlier from Jeff Gluck. Uh, we were talking about the yeah. lack of ovals and everything and in the Indianapolis or the Indy uh, series. Apparently, Roger Penske held court uh, with the media for 20 or 30 minutes yeah. earlier today or yesterday saying that there needed to be more ovals in IndyCar, more oh. short tracks, long tracks, everything. Yeah. Uh, trying to get away from road right, courses and street, court, bit, street circuits. What do I see in the window here? You keep talking, this? but don't walk away. We're connected by a cord. Yeah, here. we're we're all like uh, it's like a zoo here. We're connected. We're like a bunch. Of, we're like orphans connected by a cord here. What are you looking I did, at? I did Jerry? see a couple oh, race shit. cars and everything in there. Oh yeah. shit! Or is this a a, it is a, it's an indoor racetrack. It's a go kart track with uh, some antique sprint cars. <laughs> I thought this was just a go-kart track. They're actually driving. I see people through the window driving. Yes, they are. They're there driving on the go-kart, go-kart track. track. Can we get in there? We can't. It looks like we they're racing a little oval, but we'll check it out do here we, in a minute. Do we have enough money to get in there? We definitely <laughs> have enough money to go look. I don't know if we can get off on course. <laughs> we'll see if we can get in there. We're walking down, so we're walking towards, uh, I don't know what end this is, a spe- of uh, Main Street, Speedway, Indiana. Uh, it's toward the Big, big Woods uh, restaurant, which is something I've looked at. We're going to stop there maybe later after we record Charlie and have a couple Brown's more drinks. Charlie Pancake and Steakhouse. There we go. Get some pancakes at Charlie Brown's. Who doesn't like pancakes and That's steak? That's right. This uh, looks like it would be open. So the go-kart track is right. It's an indoor go-kart track right here. We're gonna, we may check that out after we say, stop we'll this. To. Yeah, we'll check it out on the way back. You want to walk to check that out. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Excuse us. We're live on air. <laughs> Uh, Jerry Isaac's here with us. <laughs> okay, there's another pizzeria. Okay, what is this? New York style pizzeria. We're not in New York. Think, we're in Indianapolis. I know. I, it's, I think that uh, pizza and beer seems to be the uh, food of the day. <laughs> yes, we just had pizza at Daredevil Brewery. Good people there. Uh, we're gonna have more beer though. I don't know about more pizza. No, I th- I think I've had enough pizza for today. Yeah, just just some beer here. We're gonna have. Uh, welcome to Speedway, Indiana. So basically, Speedway, Indiana is one street, and it's only important during race week. But nonetheless, it's still fun, right? Main Street. It is fun. That's this right. is it awesome. very much fun. On a nice, I it, mean. It, you know what it reminds me of? The county fair. Remember <laughs> you go to the county fair, and they got the strip? We yeah. don't, you know, I guess we could say the indoor Speedway is the rides. I was going to say, we don't have the rides, <laughs> but we certainly have the freaks. <laughs> I haven't seen anything too weird yet. No, not too weird. No, I, nothing yet, anyway. Now, GPS took me through the ghetto of Indianapolis to get to Speedway, Indiana, so I've seen a little bit of weird, but not too weird. Yeah, I don't know where your GPS <laughs> took you from, but, uh, or what GPS you're using. Google Maps did not take me through the ghetto of uh, Indianapolis you guys came from, here, You guys so. came from Missouri and Illinois. You came through the good spot. <laughs> so we're now at the end of Main Street uh, in Speedway. Uh, we've got, what is this called? It's Big Woods uh, S- Beer and Spirits, basically. Uh, it's a very interesting-looking restaurant. I scouted it out uh, before we came down here, and it's made out of, well, it's called Big Woods, and believe it or not, it's made out of a lot of wood inside. Craft food, beer, and spirits. And while it's a very big place, it does not look quite as busy as the other places I've seen. 
Yeah, we're going to probably take a visit to that. Uh, we might do a little walk back to the, under the other end of the street if our cardio holds up because we're all old <laughs> and out of shape. But uh, this place I've scouted, they have whiskey, but we're not drinking whiskey tonight. We're drinking beer. I'll uh, drive. You can drink whiskey. There we go. Maybe some whiskey. They've got their own homemade spirits here, I've looked up. Got to love a designated driver with the group here. That's so. right. We got a DD, Jerry Isaacs. So uh, we're at the end of Speedway. You may hear the traffic. This is where they opened up traffic a bit, and people are just moving along. Uh, the environment down here, how would you describe the environment down here at this hour? It's about 7, 8 p.m. Saturday night before the Indianapolis 500. Uh, people are out and about. It's not crazy. I, I'm interested in knowing what it might have been like if there were 100% attendance. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on the wondering what it would be like because i mean there are a lot of people out you can feel the excitement yeah but it is not crazy kind of like i expected yeah especially at this end the farther down towards where we were towards daredevil brewery and towards the speedway itself it definitely gets crazier the more i believe yeah. is north that you go um down here on the south side it's not it almost seems like just a normal Indianapolis night, really. Yeah, yeah, we're about as far away from the speedway as you can get from the main drag, so to speak. Uh, and it's, like you said, it's 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 pretty thin out here. We're at the end of the street. There's really nowhere else to go. There's a factory. You're at the end of the main street. Uh, if we go keep walking back towards the speedway, uh, it is crazier. Daredevil Brewery seems like the epicenter. It, it does. does, yeah. It, and probably given to the fact that it's next to the Delora factory, next to A.J. Yeah. Foyt Racing. That's probably a good reason why it's the epicenter. Yeah. I have a feeling that everybody comes down to see those and, oh, hey, look, a brewery. Let's just stop in and have a couple drinks. Yeah, they got a DJ there, by the way. Uh, since since we went good. off the air for the first segment, they brought a DJ in. Uh, and they're playing decent music, some classic rock. Correct, yeah. No, uh, like we said, we were kind of worried about what it might have been like for <laughs> yeah. our music taste, but uh, we were pleasantly surprised with the, the music that they were playing. I think the I think the draw though also was their big pat. They have a huge patio outdoors, which is where we sat, and they've got like a little bar set up where you just get your beer right there at the bar. They got it set up right where it's. I yeah. think it just attracts everybody, as opposed to Big Woods, which again looks pretty nice, but it's like you got to go in through the front door. <laughs> you probably have to see the hostess. Are they gonna? Yeah. You know, how do you get in? And do you have to have a reservation? <laughs> you didn't need a reservation at Daredevil. No, we sat out. We had a. I mean, our spot. Uh, I think I teased it there at the beginning of this little next half. Uh, Shane, the owner of Daredevil Brewery, came out and met with us. And uh, we had a nice chat about iRacing and sim racing and what we're doing and the Indy 500 and that we're going to be back in October. Exchanged and magnets. We exchanged magnets. <laughs> uh, more, on the, more on that possibly later. Uh, and uh, all I can say is uh, Daredevil Brewery, I mean, we'll be back in October for the uh, GT intercontinental challenge eight hour race of gt cars and gt4 cars um and besides that the beer was just great the beer was excellent <laughs> you know guys i also wonder though how much of this is the weather would there be more people yeah. out here if it was just five or ten degrees warmer it has gotten yeah. quite a bit of a chill in the air tonight the sun it that's been the change so since we got here there's not a cloud in the sky right now as we look around. It's about 8 o'clock on a Saturday night. But there is a, the wind is still blowing, and there's still a little chilly. Uh, so even though the sun's out, the sun is going to start setting here soon. Uh, so it's not 100% comfortable to be out, but it's okay. If, if you're chilly, you have not had enough beer. <laughs> We're going to have more. The night, the night is young. Very young. You may hear from us again as people are driving. Oh, uh, by the way, that, that reminds me, as you hear some motorcycles in the background here, uh, as we were getting settled in here uh, near Indianapolis Speedway tonight, uh, we, we got beside a McLaren car 
that was orange and black. We weren't sure if it was Lando Norris. It wasn't Lando Norris, but we almost raced it. We, we did almost race it, driving my <laughs> Mazda. Uh, gave a little rev yeah, of right. the engine. I believe my Mazda 6 probably could have taken that McLaren 570S. Well, We believe it was a 570S Well, anyway. and then the, the exciting part was that the police <laughs> came by with their lights not, not five seconds later. <laughs> and it wasn't really true, but we like to believe that they were going after the McLaren yeah, that's uh, right. and, and ch- chasing him down. <laughs> But uh, it was exciting, something that you don't normally see, at least where I'm from. That's I don't, right. You, I never see a McLaren driving down the streets of my hometown. So You see some people showing their cars off in Indianapolis Motor Speedway on a nice day in May. Yeah, we've seen. I've seen a lot of, obviously, a lot of Harleys and motorcycles, but yeah. I saw the, the old pace car Corvette <laughs> drive by, not, not in the museum. Some guy was just driving oh, wow. it by. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just got a text from Bradley. Bradley is back in North Carolina at Mad Sim Racing into the Apex HQ. Uh, he said Graham Rahal was at the brewery, Daredevil, Daredevil Brewery, that we were just at at 2 o'clock today. So we missed him by a couple hours. Oh, that's but, my uh, fault. I, had a, I got a late start today. I'll take the blame. That's that's what we hear. I'll take the blame, Tyler, that you did not get to meet Rahal because I got a late start. Yeah, he said that. that there was uh, We had a good odds to meet him. Uh, so we're going to settle here, and we're going to stop into Big Woods uh, Brewery and Restaurant here. Uh, guys, uh, we're going to hang out a little bit more. We might do some more recording. Uh, might be after sunset. It's getting late in Indianapolis, but we're having a great time here. Uh, we're going to try a couple, at least me and Cody, are going to try some beers, uh, possibly at Big Woods. Uh, and then we're going to do another walk down uh, Main Street to the other end of Main Street, Speedway, Indiana. Uh, we're going to, if, if concessions, or well, if merchandise stands are still open, at the late hour, we'll check them out, or you might check them out on race morning. Uh, so we're going to be here also race morning doing some into the Apex recording, uh, giving you a sense of that uh, that you'll hear at post-race. Uh, but uh, are we going to try whiskey or are we going to try beer in this place? I think you got to oh. at least try one whiskey. I mean, if it's, if it's you know, custom brewed, how can you not? Yeah, I have to agree. If it, I mean, we may have to try at least one whiskey. I'm not much of a whiskey drinker myself. I'm more of a beer guy, more of a Captain Morgan guy. But if it's good whiskey, I, we're going to have to try it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it was brand name stuff off the shelf or something, eh, who cares? But you're at the brewery. Yeah, it's. I mean, we're here. We'll be here maybe one more time in a few months, but it's the Indy 500. Well, you got to know if you need to come back or not. <laughs> to, not to the Indy. Yeah. To the brewery. That's right. There you go. Also, we've been sitting outside in cool wind for hours now. It's time to go inside, guys. It's very it is time, time to, to go, go inside. inside. We're going to wipe our noses. We're going to get a little warmed up, have a little warm drinks, and we'll be right back here on Into the Apex for the walk back down Main Street, Speedway, Indiana. It's Into the Apex at the Indy 500. And we're closing out the Saturday edition of Into the Apex and Indy 500. Uh, we are closing out the night. It's getting about 10 o'clock p.m. Eastern, or Eastern time here in Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And uh, we're at the main gate of IMS, which is actually locked up. It's uh, The sun has just about set here. Uh, we've had a couple beers, but we're closing out our experience on a Saturday night pre-race. And then we'll come back uh, on race morning and give you our, our experience there. But... Uh, it's been it's been a good experience here. It's been a great experience here. We were just talking about how 
we still can't really it hasn't really sunk in yet that all of yeah. us are actually here for the indy 500 i think a lot of people out here just as amazed as we are you see a lot of people coming up <laughs> taking photos and everything at yeah. the gate here just like we did a few minutes ago yeah uh, you know, it's it, outstanding. Yeah, and it looked, you know, I talked earlier about the county fair, and it was certainly like that earlier. It's starting, you know, it's only 10 o'clock. It's starting to slow down. There was one or two bars that were really busy, but the rest of them down, we went down to Big Wood, and it was, it was busy, but it wasn't yeah. bustling. And it looks like I think everybody is really going to settle down and uh, uh, get ready to get up early for the race. Yeah, it, it's about race time uh, tomorrow. I mean, we're at the end. There's not much going on at the track. The track's locked up. Uh, everybody's enjoying just their last drinks of the night. Uh, the campers are out here. Everybody's getting ready to where it's uh, it's go time tomorrow. I think there's gonna, there's been a buzz out here tonight. Uh, it's stayed pretty cool uh, since we last checked in. Uh, no, we, it's cold. It's cold. It's cold. It is cold. It is a little cool. I don't. I have got a my beanie on. It's cold. <laughs> I don't have a jacket on, so <laughs> I was just, lucky enough to remember a jacket and long <laughs> pants before we came out here. So I'm I'm dealing with what we have out here. Um, so we just. Let's let's recap. We're gonna do a little brief close shutdown of it tonight. Uh, we just stopped by and had an interesting experience at the Arrow McLaren uh, booth or Arrow seven. McLaren views. Views. They're booth. selling they're selling some kind of tobaccoless shit. Hard out here. sell. Hard sell. We had hard to sell on the tobacco replacement yeah. products. We had to go. Th we had to uh, go through like three layers of uh, security clearance to get into this thing three layers of verification that we were tobacco <laughs> users which i don't believe any of us actually are we we, well, made, we we made up a lot of shit tonight to get but into it this. got us in the door it did it got us in the door which yeah. we didn't know what we were getting into but we wanted to get in yeah <laughs> and interestingly enough they had three racing simulators set up in yeah, there yeah we so we we lied a few times told I, i've never smoked tobacco in my life i am a former smoker and i've not smoked in about five years not, not a smoker or a user never but, in my uh, life but i was I, I said i was for a few minutes i told him that i've used copenhagen there's so, fireworks by so, the way we have fireworks going on in the background the, the, the good part is they ask you details though so so what do you do <laughs> well well uh, i chew what do you chew uh you mean skull yeah skull skull well what kind regular damn it <laughs> yeah he asked me uh uh, so I, he's like, what tobacco do you use, Copenhagen? Uh, so what kind do you use? I said, I think I said, just whatever. What he said? Just whatever. <laughs> and uh, so they punched, they gave us a, a blue light punch on our Oh, yeah, we've been wrist. branded. And uh, they gave black us three light brand, black, the black yeah. light branded. Try saying that three By the way, that fast. is not, uh, that is fireworks in the background, not, not gunfire. We're not being shot at in no. Indianapolis. Uh, Don't worry, Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> so... We got free uh, Aero McLaren SP sunglasses. We did, and we also got a burnt rubber air freshener yes. for our vehicles. Yes. So we're going to smell that. We're going to give that a sniff. We'll let you know tomorrow what that smells like. Um, but So we did that. So we got in. Uh, we got up to another layer of the checkpoint for Aero McLaren. I Aero McLaren's cool. I'm not trying to shit on them. But uh, we got to the next layer, and they tried to make us buy these... Uh, tobacco replacement things and we got out of that we did we uh we we bullshitted our way through that yes. also just to get yes. out of that and went straight to the i think as soon as we actually saw that they had yeah. simulators that was our only goal to actually get yeah. to was yes. the simulator so and they, they were nice simulators they were so so we had three and there's three of us they had three 
motion rig no, simulator. No, they right? had two motion rigs <laughs> okay. and one broken motion yeah. rig. So I unfortunately, did not have motion. Jerry did not get a yeah. motion rig. Tyler and I did get a motion rig. <laughs> I didn't even know it was a motion rig till we got out and you guys started talking yeah. about it. It was a motion rig. They, now, we had, now, we did have three Fanatec formula wheels. Now, those right. direct drive Direct bases, drive formula yeah. carbon wheels with awesome. Club Sport V3 pedals. Yes, yes, yes. So we got to use those. No force feedback. I did try, by the way, to take mine off and put it in the backpack. <laughs> I could not get it off. Just it was, it <laughs> they was were mounted, mounted on very well. Yes. If one thing we have to give Arrow McLaren views is that yeah. they mount their Fanatec wheels very well. Yeah. They did good. I mean, the rigs were good. The motion rig was cool. I caught me off guard. Now, the sim they were using was not iRacing, so it was much like an arcade game. It was very much oh an arcade game. Oh no damage gosh. model. Ta at no, all. wait a minute. No, no damage. No, no, the start. We got to talk about that okay. start. So I think you guys were like me. <laughs> we're thinking, okay. So they asked him, do you do you guys want automatic or you no? Know, no, no. We want manual shift. We all yeah. voted on that. So we got they they reprogrammed yeah. it for us. Manual shift. So we're all sitting there getting ready for the start, and I assume you guys are like me. I've got like 10% pedal, just got the <laughs> RPM. To, I'm waiting for the wheel spin. I'm thinking, ha ha, these other guys are going to spin out. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's you right. were identical. We were all sitting, hovering, I think, at, yeah. at a good launch RPM, four or 5,000 yes. RPMs ready to launch to minimize the wheel spin. Pretty sure they had traction control and stability the, control it, on because they did not get off the line whatsoever. Nothing. They didn't move. Yeah. No. No. The announcer said, and they're off. Sort of. <laughs> yeah, we were <laughs> Three we experienced off. sim racers, and we can't get off the line in no. an IndyCar. Uh, so, so the rig was awesome. That's the first time I've held in my hands a formula wheel. First time I've had that. Oh, yeah. From, a, from an everyday user of a formula wheel, it is... Yeah. It is wonderful. I've, so that I like that. That kind of sold me. Fanatec got the biggest thing out of this. No tobacco company <laughs> got a big deal out of this. But Fanatec got... So got we have me. two takeaways. That yes. McLaren is still cool. McLaren's okay. Yeah. And Fanatec is awesome. Fanatec, the, the Fanatec formula wheel without force feedback, mind you, feels great in my hands. I do have to say, they did kind of miss the mark using a DD1 with zero force feedback. Yeah, the yeah. force... It was, it was complete. Let's be real. We, d we did not just do a real sim race. We did an arcade We did simulation. an arcade race. That's what that was. Which I won. Yes, <laughs> Cody won. Uh, social media will have his podium photo, thank courtesy of Arrow McLaren but SP. I, at least I gave you guys extra time on the track because I crashed, and it took me <laughs> so did. long. It took and me so long you, to finish. You actually gave Tyler the fastest lap in that as well. <laughs> I, I, won. I, realized that I, needed to, I realized it wasn't completely arcade, and I had to lift at some point. And yes. I, I remembered the fundamentals that I've learned from iRacing for the IndyCar at Indianapolis, which is lift ever so slightly in those curves, and you're good. Keep Make that apex. You can't full speed it. Were you downshifting to fifth? I was. I was, too. Yes. You won, but I was close behind you. I, I think they were kind of off-put by us, by me trying to break the draft and everything down the backstretch. The guy looked at me three or four times when I went to the inside. Yeah, we're like, not... We're, we're not, not just some common people. We're not here. amateurs. No, <laughs> we're professionals. We we know how to race Indianapolis in the IndyCar. I I will be honest with you. I was actually so far back. I actually quit racing and was watching you guys race. Because <laughs> the announcer was like, "They're side by side. Oh, there's contact. There's contact." I'm like, "Okay, I gotta 
watch these guys. I'm on the other side of the track. I'm so far back. Yeah, that was good. I mean, it was it was fun for what it was. I mean, you knew it for wasn't the three gonna, laps we got. Yeah. Now I'm disappointed that the motion rig was more more feedbacky than the wheel. Yes, that was the most off-putting experience of it was uh, yeah. getting thrown to the side when having no feedback at all yeah. or resistance even from the wheel. Because when we got set for that, three of us and they were they had a little fake announcer, so it was kind of cool. And I was thinking. These guys don't know what they're about to see. These, no. are, these are three guys that know what they're doing. And I got in there and I was testing the pedals, all three of them. <laughs> I was taking that wheel and it felt right in my hands. I was thinking, I know what the hell I'm doing. And we get in there and they take the green flag and I hit the gas and nothing happens. Yes. Just it, like we said. It was... After the start, though, it was amazing after that. It was okay, yeah. You feel good in that seat. You do. And with that Getting wheel. thrown around, feeling all the bumps mm. and everything that you normally just feel through the wheel. And I, that we normally just feel on the wheel since yeah. we don't have motion rigs. <laughs> I understand now why Denny Hamlin spends tens of thousands of dollars on his equipment because it was amazing. Yeah, that's, it's unreal. I mean, uh, so that's that was a mini taste of what we're about to see. So we're sitting, literally, we're sitting in front of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway gate. That is where we are. The sun which is, is set. gate one, gate which one. is turn one, correct? This yeah, is turn yeah. one right here, we're I believe. We're turn one right here. The ticket office is on the other side of this gate that we're at, uh, which I was at earlier. And uh, turn one is right here. Uh, so on the other side of us, you may hear some vehicles in the background. Uh, you've got uh, basically a roundabout, and that's where we've just spent the whole evening at Main Street Speedway, Indiana, uh, where Daredevil Brewery is and all of the restaurants and bars and things like that. Uh, that's where we've spent the evening, and that's that's really the place to be if you're at at IMS for any race. It's it sure, yeah. It, it's I go back to I know I'm sounding like a broken record. It's like yeah. a carnival, and that's Main Street. <laughs> that's right. I mean, everything that was going on is happening right there. And and like I say, it was locals. It was people who were here for the race. We talked to a couple gentlemen. Yeah. The one was here for his first race. One's been going since the 1990s and uh, coming ever since. And and, yeah. and you're seeing just all kinds of folks here, and it's awesome. There's a real buzz. Yeah, it's it's exciting. I mean, this is this is the night before. That's why we came here the night before to get a sense of what it's like out here. And, exactly. And it's it's. I mean, there's people still out here. There's people sitting not far from us, just soaking it in. So so to give you an idea of what it's like, when we talked to Shane at Daredevil, yeah. the brewery is opening at eight a.m. tomorrow morning. Yeah, and selling pizza and beer at eight a.m. I think. I think that's what he was trying to that, say. I believe that's exactly what he was getting across, which is a wonderful business model for the day, I do have to say. <laughs> we we might stop in there and get some beer. I mean, I'm down for a good breakfast beer. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with day drinking on a Sunday no. when it's the Indy 500. That's right. I mean, that is a bold move. Most breweries and places aren't going to open that early. But that's, yeah, that's impressive. We're, we're, we're going to walk over there and have to say hi. Um, those guys were awesome for us for the first uh, main part of the show. And uh, they got a DJ playing now, so we moved away just because it's loud. Otherwise, the, the mood over there is, is that's where the festivities are. Exactly. Is Daredevil. That, we've said before, is like the epicenter of yeah. Main Street Speedway, Indiana. Yeah. I mean, you got, to, because net right next to it, so let's let's also talk about this. Uh, the Delora Factory has some kind of banquet going on. and Some sort of gala. Some kind of gala where people are dressed in very tight uh, fitting suits and nice dresses. Yes. Uh, there's so the Delora factory is all glass windows, so you can see inside the Delora factory like a voyeur. And, yes. And public's not allowed in there, so we walked by it, walking back to the entrance of IMS here, and the gala has started. So we saw the chairs and the tables set up as we were walking to get our drinks. Uh, so it's sun is set. We're walking to it. The gala's underway. 
there's a bunch of indie cars in there uh so we were looking at those like a bunch of uh people looking through a fish tank and goobers that's right that too <laughs> uh and these guys these people are in there there's a couple of open bars visible and we're like let us in there and get at those bars nobody's using those bars yeah one of them was nobody was using it the bartender oh. was standing there alone he looked lonely yeah we could have given him some company some conversation that's right i mean nobody was using it and i don't know what the gala was all about you know i i i so I read it and I can't remember the name. It was it was a fundraiser. It was a okay. fundraiser for a charitable. Well, I, got, I got two dollars. In my there pocket. we go. There we go. I got a couple dollars. In I mean, my I've pocket. got I've got ten or fifteen. I can spend to them if they'll get me in there to look at those indie cars. <laughs> but I I will tell you, I was a little disappointed. So when we were first going to Daredevil, we walked by the place, and when we walked by, they had one of the cars covered, like it was a yeah. going to be some kind of a special reveal night. So when we walked back, it was uncovered, which I was expecting <laughs> more. It looked like just a two seater indie car. Yeah, there was nothing. We were sticking to the Delora O one. Yeah, we were. Re- Really, kind of hoping that it was yeah. a the first real life IRO one yeah. reveal, and we could and report that here, right? That we could be the new, the breaking news that the Delara had made an IRO one <laughs> in real life, and not just in the sim. Yeah, but that didn't happen. No, no, no. Our dreams are broken. So, so we saw a current IndyCar through glass, like like a bunch of fish. Uh, and that's it. And a bunch of people in fancy dress. Okay. Okay. It was through glass, but it, we were five feet away. <laughs> we Come were on. close. We were five we were feet right away. We were right there. We were right there seeing it. Uh, so it's about 10 o'clock at night. Uh, people are going crazy here. There's fireworks, not gunshots, but maybe if we stay up too late, there will be gunshots. Uh, there is a trailer park not far from here. Uh, so we're going to sign off on this Saturday night, and we're going to pick it up back, pick it back up at the tailgate and do a little walk around on race day for the Indy 500, the 105th. Indy 500. Uh, I can't believe it. We're here. We're, we're sitting, here. We're sitting outside of IMS. Uh, we're going to keep enjoying our evening, uh, but we're going to. It's time to wrap it up here from Main Street Speedway, Indiana, for the 105th Indy 500. Uh, we'll see you guys back on race day tomorrow. Uh, I do want to thank before we close out for this episode, uh, for this piece. Our sponsors who are making it possible for us to be here, uh, Bad Weather Brewing Company. Check them out, Bad Weather Brewery uh, on IntoTheApex.com. Roscoe Wheels, RoscoeWheels.com. Uh, they'll ship to Canada for free and in the U.S. for a flat rate. Uh, and Great Hire HR, GreatHireStaffing.com uh, for any staffing needs. Uh, these three great companies uh, not only support our iRacing team and our endurance team, uh, but they support this podcast. They make it possible for us to have the equipment, Uh, and the time and the funds to come out here uh, on location. We're at Indianapolis Motor Speedway this week. We'll be at VIR next week. We'll be at Mid-Ohio for IndyCar on July 4th. Uh, We're going to be all over the place in North America uh, over the next several months. Uh, So check those guys out. Check them all out. Their links are on IntoTheApex.com. So for Into the Apex on a Saturday night from IMS, uh, this has been our show. We'll see you guys on race day. Sure hope I can sleep at night. And we're hanging out outside of turns. Uh, what turn are we at again? It's been a long day. Three and, Three and four. four. That's right. Uh, the short shoot. Uh, we've just finished the Indy 500, uh, the 105th, uh, with Elio Castroneves coming back as the winner. 
Uh, so amazing every, race. Yeah, that was that was a very good one. Um, so Cody, you were in uh, positioned at uh, pretty much exit of turn four. Correct. Uh, yes. So what was your experience of that? Just real quick, your. Uh, so it was it was real interesting from from my point of view. I believe your guys' seats had better uh, action for overtaking and everything. We only had two cautions. The interesting part for my seats was I was where. Uh, they went they started accelerating for the green flag both on the initial start and both restarts after that i also had a very good view of the pit road entrance where they were slowing down um but not so a, lot of action. a lot of action coming out of turn four there you saw a lot of excitement yeah. There, yeah, in the pits, yeah, yeah, there were there was a lot of excitement on pit road at least uh, once they finally got in there it was a little bit farther down from where i was sitting at um but not a lot of not as much Pulling out to overtake is what I thought there might have been coming off the corner. I guess the IndyCar does better overtaking into the corners, yeah. into one and three, better than coming off of two and four. And that brings you to where Jerry and I were positioned, which was going into turn three at the end of the back straight. Uh, great overtaking position. Oh, yeah. We saw lots of overtaking coming down the back stretch. There seemed to be a lot of action. That was an amazing race, especially that last 20 laps. Oh, my gosh. That yeah. was fun. <laughs> yeah. Very good day for Meyer Shank Racing out of Columbus, Ohio. Uh, good day for Elio Castro Neves for his fourth win. And a good day for Tyler Beeman. That would be correct. So uh, you've, if you've been paying attention uh, to the first uh, part of everything before the race when we were talking, uh, last night and then this morning, I think this will be the third time, I picked. So I put money on uh, two people. Uh, Tony Kanaan I put a little more on. That didn't pan out. But I put the second one was Elio, uh, like I said. And I, I came out a winner with that. Uh, so very much a winner. Very much a winner. Uh, so uh, I put. Should I say? Uh, so we said last night at Daredevil. We're not going to say the amounts. Should I say amounts? Nah. No. Just nah. Leave, no? leave it a mystery. Just, leave nah. it at, just just say you had a profitable trip. I, I had a profitable it, trip. And leave it at that. I will not be be uh, retiring. But no. it was a good. It was good for me. If you would have put more money on it, you probably could have. But could be because <laughs> yeah, that was a good uh, first time ever sports betting for me. And the the, yeah. the fun thing was. Um, I, I know uh, your experience was a little different, Cody. You'll have to tell us about that. But <laughs> in our section, everybody was kind of rooting for somebody different early on. I mean, they all had favorites, and I could tell they were betting on some folks there yeah. in that section. And then as their drivers kind of dropped out, it seemed like the whole section became Castro Nueve fans. <laughs> That's correct, yeah. Yeah, uh, my section, we had a small contingent of Pata Award fans that were yeah. uh, rooting for Award the entire race, but the majority of my section were uh, actually Latino people with Brazilian flags rooting for Helio from the very get-go. Yeah. And they were extremely excited as the race came along, and even more so in the last couple laps when the pass was made for the win. Yeah. One of several passes that One they, of several, they traded yes. that back and forth. I mean, it was a show, uh, and you had to watch as they were doing that. I mean, it was Ganassi versus M MSR basically. Uh, but that era McLaren was was back there. I and any mistakes. No, and I was impressed with their pit strategy. All the Aero McLarens came down pit road at the same time. Yeah. They kind of stuck together as a team the entire race. I don't know if you guys could notice that from where you were, but I could see every time you saw one Aero pull off, the other two yeah. weren't far behind them in the lineup, but kept pulling off behind them, all pitting at the same time. Again, as not being as big of an IndyCar fan as a NASCAR fan, I don't believe the draft or having a group to pit with is as big of a deal here as it is yeah. with NASCAR at Daytona and Talladega. Right, yeah. But I think that probably helped them a lot as well, though, even just to have a group to pit with. Yeah, there's certainly no bump draft in here, but uh, <laughs> speaking of, the, I mean, the McLarens really award was the man. 
uh, I didn't really see much of Rosenquist, and no. then and then the guest for this race, uh, who I did expect a lot from, Juan Pablo Montoya in that third arrow, uh, didn't really make it much seemed noise. Seemed to hover there. in the mid-teens the entire race yeah. and never really got ahead of there or behind there either. But I, mean, yeah. so I guess a solid race given 33 cars starting. Yeah, and uh, s- speaking of underperform, Scott Dixon. I don't know if that's as much of an underperform as it by, was. Not just by him. Luck. Not by him. Luck and no. his pit crew. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you weren't watching the race, Scott Dixon, there was a during the first round of green flag pit stops, there was a caution for a spin on pit road. Um, Scott Dixon hadn't pitted yet and was running low on fuel. Pit road was closed because of the accident on pit road, but they allowed them to come down and get a splash of gas to take back off. The splash of gas worked fine. The taking back off part did not work out so well for him or Alexander Rossi. Both got stuck Mm -hmm. on pit road and ended up getting caught a lap down because Mm -hmm. they could not get their cars fired back up to get out and back on track. Yeah. Yep. That those were uh, my two picks, if I remember right. Uh, <laughs> so, yes. so I'm going to blame it not on my poor picking, but on bad luck. Yeah. The uh, I mean, everybody expected a lot out of Dixon on that, and that was the first big problem that he that came up. Other than that, it was a clean race with just yeah. pit stop errors. Yeah, really. Spinning on pit road. Yeah, there there were multiple spins on pit road from what I could see. Even as the one that caused the initial caution, which was a spin and a fairly significant hit to the outside pit wall um, on pit road. Uh, but a, a number of people locking up, going in, being spinning on pit road, even spinning into the boxes, having their crew have to come down and wheel them back to their pit boxes. It was mm-hmm. interesting. I don't remember ever seeing a number of incidents like that. You see mm-hmm. lockups, but you never yeah. see spins coming onto pit road. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it's right out of eye racing, right? It is really <laughs> yes. It's always a nerve wracking time if you get on there and you're. you're it doesn't matter what car you're in, uh, slowing down from full speed to go into the pits. It's pretty terrifying, and it's good to see the pros have problems with it. Too. Yeah, I mean, you know, you hear people cussing at each other on iRacing, and you're like, yeah, yeah do you watch real racing? Because uh, <laughs> they spin in the pits, too. And they have 10-lap cautions. Yes, yes. 10-lap cautions. I, I made that the first comment. The first caution was either 10 or 11 laps long. I said, I don't think I'll ever have to complain at iRacing again for the length of the cautions that we run because they do it in real life as well. Yeah. You don't normally get that on TV because there's commercial breaks and you don't realize how many laps have happened. Mm-hmm. But uh, sitting here, it was a long period of time before they went back to green. Yeah, we were looking at the pace car every time it came by. It's like, surely the lights are out this time. Surely this time. And it just kept going. Yeah, we got a better indicator than just the lights off as well because uh, yeah, I think it started pulling away from the field into yeah. turn three. So we would have a uh, – the pace car would go by and the field would still be coming into turn three and they were yeah. coming out of turn four at you that time. Kind of see it coming. Yeah, you could definitely it. see whenever – you couldn't see the lights shut off because we were far enough away from the start-finish line, but you could definitely know when they were going besides the announcer saying yeah. one to green. Yeah, I mean – Overall, I mean, the perfect day out here for all of this. I mean, it's still not a cloud really in the sky. Uh, it's the sun, it heated up a little bit, but but it was nothing too intense. No, it was it was awesome, and our crowd. Um, I, I, again, get back to the crowd a little bit, Cody. Interested? Mm-hmm. What's it yours? We had. I'd call it a young party crowd. Oh, I, I was going to actually talk about our crowd. Because it was, it was a lot of young folks, very uh, inebriated towards the end. But we even had, like, the folks behind us. I don't know if you noticed, Tyler. Same thing. They were, they were there for the event, and I think they left halfway through the race. I yeah. heard them talking, saying, you know, I'm getting hungry. I'll buy if we leave. 
okay, let's right. go. And well, they just left. They were not there for the race. They were there for the event these, and to say they win. These are the same people that were trying to start the wave in, yes. in the middle of the Indianapolis 500. You don't try to start the wave. There, I the mean, maybe during the 10-lap caution. Maybe during that. But, but this wasn't even during the caution. Yeah, this was during the race. And, oh, let's do the wave. And there's tight battles. It's like, okay, well... Let's uh, but let's describe. Let's physically describe this this uh, rowdy pack. The the, the which one? Because the ones right in front of us were the college students, no shirts, and yeah. Well, they didn't call them shirts, Jerry. Oh, uh, I'm very. I paid close attention. Uh, he he didn't say I'm taking my shirt off. The one he said I'm taking my tarp off. Ah, uh, he called his tarp shirt, off. He called his shirt a tarp. I guess we are at the Indy 500. It does have a motorsport connotation. There's a, I don't know if you guys may not know, get it, but it, there's a show called Letterkenny out of Canada. Our Canadian guys know it. Uh, but there's uh, these douchebag uh, jock characters, hockey players, uh, who are kind of like the dudes in front of us. <laughs> and they, and they, they go to fight and they, they like, tarps off. Oh. I don't know if that's what they're kidnapped from. That might also, be. the mullet is coming back. Yeah, everybody See, mullet. Catch I did not notice that in my group. That was everybody well, around us. The, the people around us that didn't have mullets were complaining that they forgot to cut their hair into a mullet before right. they came. Yeah, mullets were interesting. Required. Yeah, mullets are back. I said, so my crowd was mostly Tyler people our age, um, right. a little older than the college party crowd and everything. They yeah. were still enjoying some beverages, uh, as was yeah. I during the race. Oh yeah, but. There was you a, kept your tarp on. Though. I did t keep my tarp okay. on, and so did everybody that's, in our section as that's well. That's what's important. Um, but there was a there was an older lady behind us who kind of seemed like the mother or grandmother of the group. <laughs> she even made the comment. It was asking people how many Indy 500s they'd been to, and everybody yeah. around us answered, well, this is our first. Mm -hmm. I was in a group of people who had was going to their first Indy 500, and she made the comment, oh, my goodness, I'm surrounded by a bunch of rookies. <laughs> but made it a point to point out different areas to sit in, better seats if we were to if we could try to get them next time yeah. and everything. It, w it was a not as rowdy section i don't believe yeah. until the final few laps whenever helio castronevis was leading oh yeah that. yeah we were at we were actually standing for what the first 15 laps maybe yeah we were on our feet i agree yeah, I mean, we were the, as well yeah. our entire section for at least the first five yeah. or ten was on our feet then it settled down and then at the end everybody was standing again of course yeah yep. uh, i even got tapped on the shoulder by the lady behind me and said five laps to go you better stand up or you won't be able to see anything <laughs> that's right yeah you was that grandma up. that was grandma <laughs> <laughs> yeah our, our crowd the guys weren't bad but they were just drunk and, and uh they were there for the wave that's what it was there all about. Yeah. Start the wave. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. And unfortunately, the, they failed. And the beach ball. Oh, we had two, we beach, had we had two a beach balls. Ball. Uh, it was before. It was during driver intros. They put a beach ball up. Uh, it got going. Everybody was into it. And then the mask uh, staff member. Ambassador. Ambassador. His was his official uh, title. Bless him. Uh, he came and he beelined it to get that ball, and he got it. And then somebody else produced another beach ball immediately. And started kicking out. I around. think it was actually Tyler, the same guy that produced the first yeah, beach ball. I think they had just an endless but, supply. Uh, and, and, and beach balls in a crowd are fun, but at uh, a motorsports event, I, I wouldn't want to see one get on the track. So. Yeah, that you got to put a stop to it. Everybody booed the poor guy. Yeah, he's ball, just doing his job. Yeah, I mean you got you can't have that out there. We did have one beach ball from a younger pair, uh, much younger pair started probably about 25 laps into the race it made it up to the upper section and then got caught and never came back down yeah yeah, yeah it's it's uh you don't want it to turn into too much of a barstool, barstool sports no not at all kind of situation 
So it was a different crowd than last night's crowd, though. The the crowd at Daredevil last night uh-huh. was older crowd, I thought. You know, maybe, yeah. maybe a little more more mature, and they looked like race fans for the most part. There was the locals I talked about yeah. who were just there for the party, but the the race fans there were the locals. Today, our section was just the young party folks. Yeah, pretty much where we were. Um, I I get. I mean, they were looking at Spotter's Guide, so I guess they were. They knew what they were looking at, but yeah, it was inter- it's interesting to people watch, and I just I'm I guess we're getting old, Jerry. No, no offense, Jerry. <laughs> no yeah, offense, thanks. Jerry. Uh, thanks. I guess we're getting old because I fe- feel like or I f- have felt like I'm in t- in tune with things, but I just the whole style of it and some of the ways of talking were interesting. I've not been around people well over the past year because of COVID. Yeah, so. I didn't get that much in my section, but I understand what you're saying about getting older. There were I, they were a little <laughs> bit younger than us, and they were partying a little as bit br- harder. As Bradley would say, that's how time works. Yes, that is how time works. <laughs> so, so what's it say when when the guys here, you you two are talking about uh, feeling a little older? And as I remember last night, you were calling me the old man. <laughs> wow, you were the you were the uh, it was no still am <laughs> uh, the gra- the grandfather of our, our section. There we the go. Just, of our section. just two kids out with dad. That's all that's we are. Right. That's what's going on. Oh great! Thank you. Thank you. That's awesome. Speaking of the spotters guide, though, I was impressed at how difficult it was to tell cars apart. Yeah. As fast as I don't think you get the sense of speed that the cars are traveling at on TV. Yeah. You don't get the view from the limited view that you get from the stands. I mean, I could tell Scott Dixon's car. It's a it's a paint his scheme was, that you're well was, known. His was pretty. His was um, nice. But there were some. I mean, Tony Kanon's paint yeah, scheme kind of just blended into everything else. It was it was very difficult to determine who was in position without looking at the screen to see who was in position and then kind of try to connect that to mm-hmm. the paint scheme in first place. And annoyingly, I confused Jack Harvey's per, uh, pink and black Sirius XM <laughs> with Elio's a lot. So a couple times I cheered on Jack Harvey thinking, <laughs> oh, he's about to make a pass for the leader. He lost the lead. And it was it was it was a teammate, so they just looked too similar. It got a little more difficult too with that long second green flag run with three yeah. different pit stops, where the entire field was spread out over the whole track. Yeah, and which Cody, made the race more interesting because it wasn't just thirty cars going by at one time, and then a yeah. thirty second gap, and then thirty more cars. Yeah. But it made it a lot more difficult to to see and know where the cars were at on track and who you were watching. Yeah, we, we were actually able to go down to the bottom of the stands and not up to the the fence on the track, but the, the second dairy fence uh, where we were was maybe 10 feet off the track, so it was pretty close. If you go down and stand at that secondary fence and just watch the cars go by, you, even, you, you, can't, you have no idea which car is which. The, the speed, when they come by at 200-plus miles an hour, there's no way to describe it other than say you have got to come to a race and experience it. Yeah, the uh, videos. I mean, you watch videos to kind of prep yourself for for coming to races and different events, and it always, the way you perceive it in person is always different. The cars are a little shinier, they're a little faster, they smell a different way that you would expect them to. Uh, you can feel them come by. Yeah, you feel the air uh, right there at the at and the. Uh, I don't know if you guys could get it coming off the straightaway from us with the cars coming around turn three before we could see them on the short shoot, you could hear it and it almost sounded like a flyover. Yeah. Um, you could hear the cars, a uh, low hum in the background getting louder yes. and louder and louder and louder yes. until you saw them. And then it was the roar as they went by. Yeah. You can almost, and it was almost dead silent yeah. until they you came can just back hear the, air. the same section. You heard, you heard the air moving as the, and then you hear the, the sound after it. Right. You can hear the air moving before you even see the cars. Yes. 
but not a whole lot before. They are not near as loud as I was expecting them to no. be. They, I mean, I've been around stock cars. I've done a stock car driving experience. Stock cars are loud. They shake they your are, guts. They shake your guts. You can yeah. feel the ground rumble. Yes. I was near pit road, and whenever they started the engines, couldn't tell that the engines had been fired. That, yeah, yeah. That's how I was quiet waiting, I they are. I was waiting are. to hear it from way back, and we didn't hear and it. There was nothing. But whenever they are driving at speed, they are there is a roar. Yeah. But at idle and at pace speeds, they are not near as loud as what I was expecting. Yeah, they're like little stealth fighters, especially with the aero yeah, screen. With the exactly. aero screen, they're they're really like little stealth fighters. They, yeah, which is cool. I can agree with that. As, as I've only been to stock cars, this is my first Indy car, um, and it's it's very. I mean, you got to see it. Even on this track in particular, it's just intense. Uh, we didn't see any bad wrecks, and I didn't. I don't say that in disappointment. Like I want to see guys almost get hurt, but uh, these things when they wreck, it's it's probably a spectacle. It's I, I mean, from watching it in the simulator, it is definitely yeah. a yes. spectacle. They you, explode. you lose tires. Yeah, you lose yes. tires. You lose pieces of carbon fiber flying all over the place. Yeah. They explode. It's not just a dent up of some metal that you can pull out back on pit road. They are exploded yeah. whenever they finally wreck. And they, they're kind of small in person, and they're going so quick, and it's like. I just couldn't have imagined one hitting the wall at full speed, like hooking and, and like like how uh, for Santino Ferrucci wrecked in practice. It or would whatever. be, I mean, it would be a sight to see. I mean, I don't want to see somebody yeah, get hurt. Yeah, we, we, we have to hedge it because right. it's like, I mean, every, I think people, race fans know, I mean, you come for the spectacle and that's part of the spectacle. That's, exactly. That's real. I believe that's probably why NASCAR has as many viewers as they do is because you can <laughs> see the wrecks when, and know that they're yeah. not going to get hurt as much. I don't think IndyCar has that same kind of following because in, IndyCar fans understand the danger that yeah. open wheel yes. inherently has. Yeah. I mean, we got the spectacle. It was the race, the, the good close and race. And I believe, if I'm not wrong, the announcer said this was the second fastest Indy 500 ever. Prob I believe over, that. If it was start. only a half a mile an hour average speed off of being the fastest Indy 500 ever. Yeah. And that was with 30 laps to go, and we never had another caution. It may have broken the record. We'll have to check on that. It may have broken the record yeah. for the fastest Indy 500 I, ever. Yeah, I do remember hearing him say that uh, halfway through and only one car had dropped out, and that was a first. And that was a record as well, yes. yeah. Yeah, uh, so so really we can, I mean, Graham Rahal, uh, who was the other one? It was... Um, uh, Will, Will, not Will, Wilson, Stephen... Stephen Wilson. Stephen Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stephen Wilson was the first the guy on pit road. Pit road. Yes. Yeah. So he was out and Graham was out. Uh, we saw the smoke from Graham. At, uh, we were at the end of the back stretch. So yep. we saw the smoke and everybody got to their feet for that. Uh, just looking down, because uh, that happened, I think, coming out at two. Um, other than that, we saw. I mean, we saw three three wide going. And I believe there. what they said was right. Uh, it was coming out of two because the left or right rear tire was not completely attached during the Ooh. pit stop. It was not any error of his own. It was I didn't a pit even stop see error. that. Yeah, I didn't see yeah, it. The tire did not get completely attached. Yeah, it just fell off. Separated. Obviously, you can't drive on three three tires. Oh, wow. Well, you can, just not very well. well yeah. i got to watch video of that if it just went flying. Yeah, uh, I didn't get to see because even the— It actually flew off and hit uh, somebody in the cockpit. Yeah, it hit oh my uh, somebody in the cockpit because of the aero screen and put a hole in the wing of their car as well. Yes. Yep. So the aero screen may have— The aero screen, again, has saved lives, yes. That's unreal. I didn't see Careful. that. Given the aero screen and the halo. <laughs> People, everyone's leaving one halo. Right yeah, I— the aero screen's better than the Halo, as far as appearance. Yes, I think that's I, I agree. Going. Which then again, I've never seen an F1 Halo in person. It may I did not like the aero screen until I saw it in person last night. Ah, so it may be yeah. the same thing. That's I right. may believe that the aero screen is better till I see the Halo. Um, but those are definitely 
safety improvements that I was not on par with because I thought they detracted from the looks of the vehicles whenever mm-hmm. they came out with them a few years ago, but yeah. have been proven time and time again to definitely save lives. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so what's your so first time at the Indy 500, what are your biggest takeaway or the biggest takeaway or, or some of the bullet points as far as the experience for people? Man, I, I, I loved it. It's, it's, um, it's an event you've got to come to once. Just you, you cannot describe how fast the cars are, how exciting the event is when they, you know, they throw the green flag. And in our case, you know, not every race is like that, but those last 20 laps with all of them trading first and second and first and second, the excitement, you can't get that on TV. You can't. The only way it is to experience it. Yeah, that's, that's 100%. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Coming from a NASCAR perspective, because that's normally what I watch, it, it was not as exciting of a race, but being here in and of itself, getting the you have a chance to talk with some people around you because it's not a short track like NASCAR runs yeah. or a mile and a half where it's always noisy and the cars not being as loud as a stock car is you had the opportunity to ask questions about what's going on if you didn't know something you could ask hopefully have somebody like our grandma yeah. behind us and ask around <laughs> and get information about yeah. other races and point out things and ask pointers for the next time that you come and everything for my first motorsport event ever mm. I will be back here definitely. That I will. I will come back. Yeah. Probably every year from now on for this race. Yeah. For this race, Jerry, Indy Five Hundred every year. No, no, not every. <laughs> I, I'll come back for some more. I really did yeah. enjoy it. Um, I, I'll tell you, and and maybe this is because I'm old. You know the um, the idea of this being forty percent capacity and seeing it at a hundred percent capacity. Yeah, that's um, a good point. You know the, their bench, their metal bench seats and. You know, may, again, maybe I'm just old, but uh, having a beer spilled down my back because they were partying and kind of stuff, I'm kind of past that. <laughs> I will say it will be yeah. ridiculous at 100% capacity. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. borderline ridiculous at 40% capacity. That's unreal. Yeah, now, that's unreal. Now, I also know the kind of person I am, so I'll, I'll say no now, and then next year you guys will be going like, okay, we're going, we're going, and I'm going to go, I got to go. That was That's fun. right. Just like this week. Yes. A week ago today, we didn't know we would be sitting here right yes. now. So it, it all works out. How about you, Tyler? Well, I would say uh, the uh, the stuff last. I mean, the pre stuff last night. Uh, getting seeing it coming into the speedway uh, in the morning and seeing every all the houses set up, uh, the people parking, everybody walking in. Uh, it's different considering I've been to uh, like baseball games, things like that recently, uh, where it doesn't have that tailgate kind of atmosphere, and I don't go to a lot of football games where I know they have that. Uh, so seeing that here, especially. Uh, like we've said, after the whole past year, seeing that again, I mean, it, it's a good time down here. I mean, it, we we got parked uh, in the uh, 40 lot uh, outside of the turns here, and uh, immediately people are setting up tents, tables, bars, grills, uh, fire pits. Uh, it's it's a big party, and it's it, it's still a party. Yeah, it's still going on around us, by the way. Yes. So right. I mean, maybe 20% of the vehicles have left. Other people are, I mean, there's a football being tossed around behind you guys over there. There's, there's a football behind you. There's, behind there's you. twerking behind you. Yes. Oh, maybe okay, Maybe then. they'll come over and uh, get an interview. <laughs> They're twerking on each other over there, but they look like they've had some white claws. So <laughs> I did notice a bunch of white claw around here. It seems That's, to be the unofficial drink of the Indy 500. It, well, it's the official drink of the mullet tarp wearing okay. population, right? <laughs> uh, there's a, actually a video out there. <laughs> okay. All right. Ain't then. no laws if you're drinking claws. Oh, I. <laughs> I guess we did hear on the way in also that this was the largest sporting event to be held 
in Since. the world in the last 15 months. That's right. I believe that. It, it's it's busy. It 135,000 people, sold out crowd. Yeah. It, it did sell out. So, unreal. And I think, you know, I, I really think a lot of the, the younger folks are uh, the result of COVID. I think a lot of uh, us old gray hair guys, you know, <laughs> usually plan ahead and don't think about, oh, let's go to the Indy next week. Whereas the younger folks, to them, it's no big deal. Get online. Yeah. Oh, there's a ticket. Let's yeah, go tomorrow. Let's go. Though, I wonder in a post-COVID or even pre-COVID if the majority of the party crowd would not be in the stands if they would be in the snake pit down in turn three and in the infield where the party mm-hmm. actually happens and you, yeah. you would not have a calmer crowd in the stands during a normal year that's that's that, a good point yep yeah i don't even think i didn't even think about that they did away with the mounds and everything right the mounds were gone the snake pit was gone there's no concerts or anything in the infield no yeah. really no fans at all in the infield this mm-hmm. year they were all there was in the a stands. DJ? Yeah, there, there was, was a DJ. There, <laughs> there was, was a, a Red Bull DJ and another DJ in the actual uh, yeah. track. So, <laughs> so, uh, so Memorial Day weekend, I think iRacing for the next day and a half will still be at Indianapolis Motor Speedway in the IndyCar. Uh, do you immediately, once you get cooled off and rest, jump on there and do some IndyCar racing for the tracks changeover? I actually did an Indy race uh, just, you know, in preparation for coming out. Yeah. And I was... Uh, Really, it was it was a real hype for me to get up there to get into it, and of course, mm-hmm. there's a wreck in turn one. I wasn't involved in it, so I thought I was safe until I got rear-ended under yellow and tore my rear wheel off. So, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I have some redemption still, and you know, maybe I learned a few tips. I think you could have. Race. Yes, you watched how they arc it into the corner. I watched. I did learn a little bit how they arc it into corner. Yeah, how so, it's arced into the corner, how to come off, yeah, where to so, make your pass at the end of the straightaways. Yeah. So that's a long way of saying, yeah, I, yeah, I think I might do an official indie race. You know, you two both did an indie race uh, Friday night. Friday I night. I did not. immediately. I routinely run an NIS race, a NASCAR race, and had my Coke 600 that night, which was mm-hmm. a long, long yeah. race. <laughs> I will probably get on tomorrow and run Me too. one or more yep. indie, excuse and, me, indie car races yeah. at the speedway before the tracks change over absolutely yeah got and cody how did that 600 go uh, i don't want to talk about that really <laughs> but since you're going to make me yeah. um 350 laps into my 400 lap race i uh apparently went a little too hard into turn one and two and struck the wall and ran into the infield wall and uh, ended my race with 50 laps to go but you, but you were in a good position when that i happened. was in seventh or eighth whenever that happened and still ended up finishing 15th out of 34 so mm-hmm. had a uh, i think 11 point i rating gain and still had quite a decent safety rating gain since i'd done 350 laps prior to that <laughs> without a wreck yeah not bad i, I can't do the 600 too long i, I decided at the beginning of the year, I bought the A Cup car and decided to run the Daytona 500 the night before the last open Daytona 500, and I've ran one open race at least every week since then to run the full season. My goal was to run the full season, including the four full-length events. So, I did. I've done two of the full-length um, NIS events, and honestly, I like them better than the short races. Yeah, I mean, it, it, there's a different strategy dynamic that you can get into. It, there it is. is. It is realistic. It know? is. It is. There's some pit strategy. Um, you don't necessarily, which is me, you don't have to be the fastest guy on the track to do well. Whereas in the sprints, in a shorter race, it's, you know, whoever's fastest gets out front and stays clean. Yeah. Um, so it, it, I actually do like those longer races better. 
Unfortunately, I did not get a chance to do either the iRacing official fixed or open Indy 500. Oh, that's fine. Um, I was in our Cyber 500, but was yeah. unfortunately... 30 or 40 laps in was eliminated from the race after my two fast repairs mm. probably due to my own fault and lack of <laughs> practice um next year the iRacing Indy 500 will definitely be on my on my yeah. list of events to do the coming here and watching it I've always watched it on TV but coming here and being here watching it is definitely put it back on my radar to be able to race it I think I'm going to be racing a lot more IndyCar in general after yeah. coming here you get the bug it doesn't no doubt it yeah. bites you and you just start you just want to go yeah, for it you're gonna i mean we're all going to be tuning into the belle isle grand prix races i mean it's uh, it's a, these cars are something else on an oval like this or on straights uh, i'm going to get up we're going to watch it at some road racing but it's a shame they don't go to quite as many ovals because it's it is a sight well, hopefully like we, we mentioned last night that hopefully with roger penske at the helm it'll end up yeah. going to a few more mile and a half yeah. ovals maybe making the stretch back i don't think they're ever going to be back at daytona or talladega i think no, it's just that's, a little bit that too, would be insane too much insanity for that we will in the sim i know they race them in the sim yeah monza oval let's go to the monza monza oval, oval. <laughs> How about that a little too bumpy maybe for this no, yeah. probably so <laughs> uh so we're going to sign off from indianapolis motor speedway and make our way out of uh, town basically but what a great weekend uh, we had a good night before in downtown speedway indiana uh, at Daredevil Brewery. Those guys helped us out and, and uh, came and talked to us. So we're going to visit them every time we come in town. Uh, so with that, check out IntoTheApex.com. And uh, Jerry, Cody, good to have you guys on the show. You're going to have to join us in the studio uh, for the rest of the year and, and then next time we meet in Indian Daytona. Yeah, whenever you want me, just give me a call. That's right. We'll get you, you guys on there. You bet. Hey, thanks for having us, Tyler. And, and thank you so much for pinging me on coming. That's right. I, it was not in my thought process. And this is a life experience, and it wouldn't have happened if you hadn't done it. And I know it, so. I kind of tagged on thanks to hearing some chat conversation and over here and kind of buttoned myself in. But, uh, yeah, and thanks sir. for letting me tag along as well. That's right. Impulsivity at its finest. It paid Love off. It, it paid Pure off today. pressure. Love it, it. It paid off for me in more ways than one. <laughs> uh, so with that, we're going to get out of Indianapolis, but we'll be back once or twice maybe in the next year. No telling. Check our schedule, IntoTheApex.com. You've been listening to Into the Apex. Apex. Presented by Mad Sim Racing. Follow and join the team at MadSimRacing.com.